0: Would encourage guys to, to reach out to PAX members that you know they don't know that well um, and want to get to know um, and just you know talk to them especially someone is you know different from you I mean, you don't necessarily have to be different race just different background but it'd be awesome if they could be different from you because you, I think we, we have more common ground than we, you know, we realize.
1: All right, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the American Yammer podcast. This is season three. I believe we're on episode uh, three. And this is Hall Pass as I continue to be your host. Um, Thank you all so much for sharing and liking the uh, podcast on Twitter. It helps uh, create some traffic uh, to get some, um, uh, bring some awareness or some attention to F3 uh, and F3 Nation as a whole. Guys, the uh, intro portion to this uh, week's episode is going to be relatively short. I'm excited to bring my guest on today, um, who is Akron. Uh, many of you know him um, around the uh, F3 Natville region. Um, I had a great time sitting down with him. Um, I certainly got better because of it. Um, certainly opened my mind to some, some things. Uh, we talked, obviously, about his fitness, his fellowship, and his faith, and where he's at in that today. Uh, we talked about a lot of other things as far as like his uh, military uh, background. We talked about um, the F3 talks. Um, and then again, guys, the purposes of of or at least my mission with these podcasts is that you continue the conversation with the guests that I bring on here and that you do that um, on your own time. Whenever you see the guy, um, please continue to, to keep this conversation going. If you have questions, Akron's wide open, man. He's ready for it. Um, this week, uh, pulling some notes from the shenanigans. It looks like that there is an AO cleanup initiative and from the looks of it, you can just uh, reach out to either uh, stinky cheese at, uh, on Twitter at, at, at stinky cheese F three or radiator at F three radiator. Uh, it looks like they're wanting to get together with some guys to go clean up, um, your AO, um, if you see any trash or debris that needs to be picked up, uh, it sounds like they're, they're willing to help organize that, so please reach out to either Stinky Cheese or Radiator. Um, guys, listen, without further ado, sit back, enjoy uh, this episode of Akron, and uh, do us all a favor and make sure that you share this episode with everybody so that they um, have a chance to sit down and listen. Um, all right, guys, enjoy it.
0: No foreplay. <laughs> we missed that on a uh, on a ride to get the mic.
1: Listen, all right, guys. Uh, Matt, level
0: thirty seven. No, I'm thirty eight. Uh, hall pass. Happy belated, man. Thanks. C.O. Glenn, thirty seven. and one and only Akron. Akron. Yes, sir. When's your birthday, man? November twenty fourth. Coming up. A uh, long time, but <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So got
1: it. I got a little ways. Well, I no pressure sitting here. You're only following. Um, uh stick shift
0: yeah and i i got a b- belief that uh he tried to sabotage us uh, <laughs> See the mic all of a sudden not working did you i posted it yeah i, was I saw like, it technical difficulties yeah he responded he said moi yeah uh, i was exactly. like yeah i think he got the uh passcode to get in the door here and he came by <laughs> i think he realized that he was playing second fiddle to yours truly that's, that's what, what <laughs>
1: happened. <laughs> Second fill is true. Yeah. All right, man. Well, listen, you're gonna be uh figuring this thing out kind of with me as I go, I play with levels and i and I'm ducking and weaving the microphone. But uh no pressure no whatsoever. Worries. So what are you doing? Tell me about yourself. What's what's
0: Akron do? So Akron, Akron uh does some real estate investing. Nice. Um, so we fix and flip some properties from time to time. Uh, sometimes we find them and, and give them to, to guys like you who have a lot of money and let them fix and flip them. Yeah, right. Now, unless I get one for like ten thousand dollars. Hey, I bought one for five before. That's so it's awesome. possible. Uh, but uh, that along with some marketing. So we do a lot of social media uh, marketing to uh, drive business uh, for clients. So yeah. um, things like you'll see a Facebook ad to a landing page, maybe to an email sequence, a webinar or something like that. To a sales cycle, right? Um, just everything in between that. So, creating the landing pages, the email sequences, the automation that goes behind it. Um, that's what I was telling you about as far as my mentor go. He yeah. has a um, online university, and so when I first started with him, he wanted to help me to help him promote it. Nice. And so that's how we got started uh, with uh, doing webinars and getting people to register, really and, uh, showcasing what we have, solving a problem, and making an offer.
1: Is it like an online university for real estate? So he has a
0: bunch of different courses he teaches. Uh, Some of them have to do with real estate, business building, marketing, fixing credit, uh, doing covered calls, things in the stock market. Um, Yeah, I mean, he has probably 60 courses.
1: Oh, that's nice.
0: uh, Scholarship courses on how to find scholarships. His daughter just recently uh, got a full ride. Not from UNC, uh, UNC, but she's going to UNC and uh, just how they went through that process of obtaining scholarships. That's good. Yeah. And he's here in town? He's here in Greensboro. That's awesome. Went to Greensboro College. He's a uh, native of Greensboro. So, yeah, he a uh, good guy, real good guy. But that's how I got started with the marketing. So, real estate, marketing, that's that's what I do. How long have you been doing it? Oh, man, real estate probably since I started with a construction company, a good friend of mine. Um, he was building a, a 10,000 square foot house, uh, in 07. So right oh, before man. the market crash and we finished it, I mean, literally oh. about a week or two before everything just went kaboom. Really? Yeah. It was a 10,000 square foot house movie theater, four car garage. I mean, it was nice. Oh. So, um, I started, I left O Henry hotel to work for him and, um, within a year he had, he couldn't afford pay me anymore so i just kind of started freelancing from there
1: yeah I'm right yeah yeah i think a lot of people took a crash luckily he got that finished
0: luckily he did man because i'm literally we got the co a, a good two weeks before everything just kind of went right yeah did he see it coming i don't think so i don't think a lot of people did because shortly after that we were working with um city of high point trying to do some some uh affordable housing with them and that was still kind of going, but even that fell through the tank. I mean, yeah, was, they were trying to do like 15 houses. I think to this day, they still have only done five. Oh man, that's tough in this one area. Uh, but you know, uh, learning, learning, uh, learning curves or learning growing pains is what I right. call them. Just you know,
1: and you were young, right? 17? Yeah, man. So,
0: Old. no, I was 17. Um, uh, I was probably what 23, 24. Right, I got married in 07. So, I was still at the hotel about a year after I got married. Is when I, maybe not even a year, probably within six months of getting married, no I started working for him. It's not bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's what I always want to do. So yeah, it it was a good a good opportunity for me. I could always go back to the hotel. That's what sure. I thought at the time. Man. And what what did you do there? So I started uh, at Quaintance Weaver a Restaurant and the Hotels, the home office, right, receptionist. Oh, really? Yes. So prior to that, I was probably, I don't know if I was doing AT&T uh, business, to business, like I was going different businesses selling phone service. Yeah, sure. And my wife told me, she said, um, we weren't engaged at the time. She said, I don't feel cu- like you can take care of me financially. Yep. So I had two jobs the next day. I went to the mall. I got a job at Room Shoes working wow. uh, like five to nine. And um, a friend of mine had just quit the receptionist job at Quaintance Weaver. Mm-hmm. Sent them my resume and the rest is history. Um, nice. So yeah, I was I was working two jobs the next day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Had to.
0: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> now, did you have kids later? I'm assuming yeah. you got... So we got married in 07. We didn't have our first son in 2012. Right. So we waited We waited five years. We did have a, a miscarriage in between that time, mm-hmm. like probably um, 2011. Yeah. No kidding. Yep. How many kids have you got now? Two. Two kids. How yeah. old are they? Eight and six. Boys, girls? Two boys.
1: That's awesome, man. Caleb and Chandler. That's awesome, man. And you said eight and six. Yep. I've got an eight, and well, I've got a bunch. Probably. Yeah, no, I heard. I got an eight and a uh, and a four year old. I guess would be closest in age. He's almost five. Uh huh. And then the two year old and the one year old. Yeah. So we're it's a madhouse. And the place, um, I mentioned this in the last podcast. This is our old house here, and we outgrew it. It's about twelve hundred square feet. A neighbor across the just across the parking lot she was selling her three bedroom single story Mm -hmm. condo and and made us an offer to to jump on it before she put on the market so we jumped on there and we got you know a a couple couple hundred more square feet another bedroom yeah but man (laughs) there's not enough room Uh, yeah it's not i guess it could be worse i I, remember yeah we used to talk about having like that tiny home living how great it would be i can't (laughs) I can't. If it was somewhere like springtime all around, like uh, year round, yeah, then maybe, yeah, but not. I can't, man. The past few rainy days, no,
0: I couldn't imagine it, man. And
1: there's nowhere to go. Nowhere. Master bathroom, maybe,
0: <laughs> maybe. Nah, man. To I'm, catch a break. It's so funny. We, my, my wife, just talking about this. That uh, uh, we're looking at a property now, and she was like, you know, I was like, what? We? She was. um. I said, man, we don't have to worry about a shower curtain. She's like, your kids come in the bathroom every time we take shower. That's right. We, we got a frost glass or something. <laughs> I was like, no, just lock the door.
1: <laughs> just lock the door. When I do that, I see little kids' toes and fingers sticking under the crack.
0: That is hilarious.
1: Talking about, Daddy, I
0: see you. Yeah. I was like, all right, well. Yeah, they always want to talk when you're in the shower.
1: And I try to listen to like podcasts or music or or news clips or something, kind but I can't. I gave that up. It's horrible. Yeah. We almost out of it. Have you guys talked about having
0: more? We want one more. Yeah, you want to try for a girl. So, That's right. Uh, we'll we'll hopefully give that a shot. I I, I gave her the to go ahead to uh, stop the birth control. But right. She's wants. To, I forgot what she wanted to do. She she has a doctor's appointment coming up next month. She yeah. Had to make sure everything's all good. We had a couple complications with the last two. So. Oh man. Yeah. So
1: hopefully everything works out now, right?
0: Yeah. You just gotta believe God on that one. That's it. Have Are faith. you guys done? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: I went and saw a doctor. You get
0: to st- Oh. I went and saw a doctor. That's reversible, man.
1: Yeah, I guess so. You got to get starting not, five. I'm not fooling with that again. No, I'm not starting five. <laughs> Isn't there something we could do with four? <laughs> Some game. Sub them in. Sub them in. Four on four, maybe? I don't know. No, we've got enough. Um, we had gotten so used to having boys. Um, My wife started out, she's one of three sisters. Okay. And so she didn't know anything about boys and hasn't dealt with them growing up, really. She was terrified. We had one. She got through it, had another one. She's gotten better. And then by the third, she was like the boy mom. Yeah. And then the girl come along (laughs) and she's like, oh, no, I don't know. I don't know what we're supposed to do. Like, she's got her own room. She's got all of her own clothes. None of this hand-me-down stuff. So, no, uh, we're good, man. We've reached our... um, we're not eating too much, you know what I mean, yeah. like we're not taking more than we can chew I, I, I don't think at this point, but, but four is oh it's a
0: lot, I couldn't imagine it, man,
1: but we're very um bedtime seven thirty
0: you know I heard about that man, that, yeah, that is pretty disciplined. We do eight fifteen, so it's not bad, not too far by as long that.
1: as you stick to it, oh yeah, you know eight is not bad, and that's probably where we're gonna get going with our uh Nine seven year old, right? oh, eight, seven eight, old. God, eight. how old is he? Born in He'll be
0: 10 soon is what I heard.
1: Yeah, he'll be 10 soon. So, I mean, what are we are going to do? I can't be sending a 10-year-old to bed at
0: 7.30. Not with the lights still on in the summertime.
1: No, I can't.
0: <laughs> He's going to have like a 9 o'clock or something. 9.30 maybe. Yeah. Well, maybe he'll just go to the room. Does he have his own room? No, he oh, shares man. it with his brothers. Yeah.
1: So, I don't know what we're going to do. He's going to hang out with us. Probably. I remember
0: those days. Uh, my sister had the, we had a three-bedroom. My sister had the her own room, and me and my brother shared one. So, uh, ah, yeah.
1: poor guys, man. The room's no bigger. I don't know. It's uh ten by ten, maybe, twelve ten by twelve or something. My, my
0: mom tricked us once. So, <clears throat> grew up in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, lived on the South Side, so we thought we had a a real bedroom. Yeah, like me and my brother. Of course he did. Uh, bunk beds. Later, we found out it was actually the pantry.
1: Really? Yeah. Come to find out, right? It's probably a big pantry though. No, it wasn't that big. It had it to big old, for, a bunk. for a
0: pantry, yeah. It was big. It had a I remember we had a bunk bed and a dresser. That's all they could fit in the room.
1: Well, as kids, you know, that yeah. was probably pretty awesome. We didn't care. You didn't know.
0: No, I didn't know no better. So I go
1: spend the night with my cousins. We sleep in the closet for fun. <laughs> I'm like,
0: let's make this something. I think I remember sleeping in the screen in the porch before. My Done that. Cousins. Yeah, oh, man. That was cold. Yeah. No, it was summertime. We were oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> the luxuries, right? Yeah.
1: Well man, this is uh being able to do this and having this opportunity to sit down with a guy that I only know from f three like that we've got in common right yep, and then we any time that we're working out together, you push the pace and if I'm not feeling it, I won't go close to you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying I'll stay back at the pack and then i'm not but if i if i if I'm feeling good and I've got a good night's rest and i'll i'll Come up there beside you And we'll start doing burpees <laughs> That's or, good start Or kirpees
0: yeah, I remember that That was fun
1: That was good man You pushed me I think we did 70 that day I was thinking somewhere Between 50 and 70 No we definitely did 70 And they were full on Yeah Like we were pushing Oh yeah And I, I was feeling good <laughs> And so anytime that Akron shows up At a workout Yeah I, I, it Depends on the night before <laughs> Whether or not I'm gonna go up there or not Oh yeah Always pushing it Every time I've seen you You've always pushed it That's
0: me man um, I don't know where it came from I couldn't tell you uh, do you, do you have an athletic background? Yeah. So, you know, grew up playing sports, of course, um, right. football, high school football. Um, but I mean, literally uh, one of my favorite movies is the Sandlot. Yeah, so, man. We had um, in Chicago, we had a, a nice size backyard, a department complex. We stayed and we literally had a baseball diamond. um. Like a walking path, you know how the grass doesn't grow? The grass would not grow. Right. Because we we use that backyard to play baseball and football at all times. Yeah, right. And then when it got tired of playing football, we'll go play basketball. So, I mean, that's all we did. Growing up? Yeah. Yeah. And that when we had to come in the house, that's when we played the Xbox. I mean, not the Xbox, Nintendo 64. That's right.
1: (laughs) Playing some 007?
0: No, 007, Mario Kart,
1: and uh, Madden. That's it. WWE, too, man. A little bit. Oh, yeah. A little bit. We were 007, man. With that four-screen oh, split. Yeah. Golden oh, Gun rule. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Come on. Oh, <laughs> one way. shot, one kill. <laughs> and
1: then, and then uh, Mario Kart was just, uh, man, we could play that all night.
0: Man, I still play Mario Kart.
1: I, I know a lot of people do. Yeah. It's incredible. I got to get back for the boys.
0: We hadn't got them a real gaming system yet. So I had an Xbox 360, and my kids just started playing, maybe a couple years ago, Sonic. Right. My son, this week or last, just asked me about uh, Xbox One because he wants to play. Um, what's the name of that game that all the kids are playing now? Oh, God, I couldn't tell you.
1: <sighs> Minecraft? No,
0: not Minecraft. Mm. Oh, man. It'll come to me. Fortnite.
1: Fortnite, that's yeah, it. He
0: just asked me about Fortnite.
1: I guess, he, do they play it on his tablet or something? Can he I, play it anywhere? I have no idea. I think he can play on a tablet. You I don't, think so. I think so. Because okay. you can have an app. And I've downloaded it and folded with it, but okay. I'm not. I wasn't into it, but my kids probably could.
0: Yeah, he got a couple friends. I think uh, Fanny's son is is mm. in one of his classes, where they see each other a lot. Ever. Right. And uh, Hutch, they play it, so he's asked about it. So, what are you thinking? Yeah, I get it. I get yeah. it. Yeah. So I don't have a problem with him playing it. Right. Yeah, it seems pretty pretty cool yeah call of duty i don't know about that maybe not yet right Fortnite. i think that's okay
1: yeah i don't think it's so bad uh and then when they get to play online with their friends and yeah and you can kind of keep up with it that'd
0: be the cool part yeah yeah especially now absolutely where's he going to school at so uh the covenant school really yeah he's been there since kindergarten this is he's in second grade now nice so they do two days a week uh yeah, it's been that way since he's, you know, three years ago. So that's good. Got about 12 kids in his class. Um, they've that's been nice. in person since September.
1: Oh, that's good. Yeah. No issues. No
0: getting through it. No. That's great. Yeah, it is. And it's always been two days. Always. Really? It's Tuesday and Thursdays. The other three are at home. So it's kind of a, a, a hybrid between home school and yeah. regular school. We'll have to look into that. We follow the same curriculum at yeah. home as they do at school. It's it's pretty neat. I like really? it. I like it a lot. Where's the campus at? Oh man. Um church on Friendly and Elam. Really? Oh man, I couldn't remember the name of the church.
1: Um, Friendly and Elam, I
0: think I can almost place it. It's right near um not Moses Cone, Wessalone Hospital.
1: Right, right. You're supposed to have all this stuff coming right out. I know, right? <laughs> He's looking up on his he phone. Did, he didn't prep me for this. <laughs> I could ask anything and everything, right?
0: Yeah. You didn't You didn't prep me for that question.
1: No, that's cool, man. It's not good. Mine are going up to uh, Jesse Wharton Elementary. Okay. Um, I think 3 has got some kids there. Okay. I've seen them. I don't know if he's pulled them yet or not, but I have to ask them. Uh, I'm sure there's some other kids up there.
0: I but. think no. I think Cheddar's kids, if it's not Jesse Wharton is old Irvin Park. Hmm. Uh Cheddar, real good guy. Right. Um, yeah, I think but I, I'm not hundred percent sure what school that is that they attend. I'm gonna have to look up yours though. Is it Christian based? Yes, it yeah. is. I think it's Westminster nope, 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 That's nope, not nope, 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 nope,
1: nope. What was the name
0: of it? I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Cemetery.
1: Cemetery? Yep. Church.
0: Yep, United Methodist.
1: Cemetery United Methodist. Yep, that's what Friendly Heaven. There, yeah, that's where Three TCS years. is. Yep, and a couple. Of, who does the curriculum with them at home? Oh, my my, my wife.
0: So yeah. one thing we do have in common. My wife stays at home with the boys. Yeah, good. Yeah, so uh, early in our marriage, we had my goddaughter. We kept her for like a couple of weeks because her mom was going out of town for some training for work, and we literally dropped her off at daycare at six thirty a.m., picked her up from daycare at six thirty p.m she was in the bed by eight o'clock and so we did that for like three or four days we was like man we only get like an hour hour and a half mm-hmm. with her. daycare gets 12 right who's we, going have the most influence yeah and uh we so from that point we said all right when we when that time comes we have kids you know we'll you'll come yeah. home so yeah it's uh, tough with the cost of daycare especially what it is now i do know yeah
1: no, you're paying for just doing that. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. You're make going any sense. Going to work to pay for daycare. So. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I, I guess if you had a place to drop them off as an option, like occasionally. Yeah, but I don't. You cannot do a daycare. You can yeah. find somebody. Yeah. But I imagine it'd be hard if you didn't have family.
0: Yeah. Pre-COVID, we man stay and play or uh, busy kids yeah. places like that. Right. If we needed to go catch a movie or you know do something during yeah. the day, we we definitely use them.
1: Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah. So, what about your military background? So was that. Uh, before everything that you had just talked to me about. Oh,
0: well well before
1: that. Like right after high school.
0: Right during high school.
1: So listen, we were we graduated oh one? I graduated oh two. So right in the same little Yeah. That was that was different times back then. Yeah, so yeah. I was a
0: junior. Yeah. January fourth, I'll never forget uh twenty two thousand one was when I went to MEPS and took the test and swore in Wow. Wow. I went. I was a junior in high school, finished my junior year. That summer between junior and senior year, I went to basic training at Fort Benning, Georgia. Wow. Um, I think I was there 17 weeks, something like that. What branch? Uh, uh, Army, Army yeah. Reserves. Right. So I joined, uh, again, split up is what the program was. So I joined 2001, finished basic training, came back August, I think 29th, 27th to 29th. Got back home. um Went straight from, literally, the airport home football practice. (laughs) Oh, man. I was trying to uh, still make the team, even though I missed all the summer camp. Yeah. Uh, School started, like, the next week. Then September 11th happened.
1: Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you had
0: already enlisted. Oh, yeah. I I finished basic training. Right. So, again, when I got the call from the recruiter, it was like, you know, you can be a cook. You can do whatever you... I was like, be a cook? You know, that sounds pretty cool. I like to cook.
1: Really? (laughs) Yeah, I do. Really? Well, uh, is that... This is after nine eleven. Pre. Okay, pre. Yeah. Right. So this is two thousand when the recruiter called me. He said there's lots of cool things you could do, like like be a cook. Yeah. Or- so if, if you know anything <laughs> be man, about, man
0: about the military, I scored an eighty eight on the ASVAB. Right. GT score of one fourteen. Mm-hmm. Only job that came up was eleven bravo. Oh, man. Yeah. The only job. Only. I didn't know what it was. Right. So I, I said, cool, let's do it. <laughs> really? So, yeah, I didn't realize what 11 Bravo was until I got to basic training. And for um,
1: those who don't know, like uh, myself. Infantry. Oh, yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So basic training was all male. No females in sight. Um, Fort Benning, in Georgia, middle of the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, I was literally um, so dark that my stepdad didn't recognize me when he came for graduation.
2: You <laughs> like waving. <laughs> again, he
0: did not recognize me. It was hilarious. But yeah, so I did um I did my basic basic training. Came back, finished my senior year, went to AIT. Right. Um got that call again a few days after getting back from basic training. So uh, we wore our class A's to like a church service. Yeah. And um that just kinda changed things because again, when I joined it was peacetime. We yeah. hadn't had nothing. Since probably Cold War, Desert Storm, something like that. Yeah, exactly. And again, I'm too young to even remember that at the time. Right. But I remember the night before graduation, my drill sergeant, uh drill sergeant Easterbrooks, he uh brought a uniform in, had it on a hanger, and had some holes and blood stains in it. He was actually in Black Hawk Down. Oh wow. He said, men, be ready, it's gonna happen again. Yeah. Yeah right, Drew or whatever you know. Really? <laughs> not 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 while he's saying it, of course. But we, yeah, sure. You know, through one day after the other, we graduate tomorrow, man. We get to go home. You know, oh. guys are excited, and little did we know how much how much time went from
1: from that speech till less than two weeks. Oh man, less than two weeks. I bet your mom, she's probably about to have a heart attack.
0: Or not necessarily. Um, one thing I didn't realize how many of my uncles have been in prior service. Like, yeah. Uh, One of my uncles, he was, I mean, traveled all over the place. Hawaii, he was stationed in Hawaii. He was stationed in, I think, Kuwait, um, Alaska, um, and a couple other uncles. And my granddad had prior service. So I never got deployed. My brother did, but I never got deployed. never got deployed? Nope. What are the chances? Exactly.
1: Holy cow.
0: Infantry soldier. (laughs) Really? What happened was the reason why they put me in an infantry soldier unit Um, is because in order to be a drill sergeant, which is the unit I was in, you had to have a GT score of 110 or higher. Yeah. I was at 114. Yeah. So it was filling slots. Right. So I got assigned to a drill sergeant unit at Winston-Salem. And that's what you did? Yep. Trained soldiers. So when we got activated, um, we went to Fort Jackson. Wow. And we supported the drill sergeants there, training the troops. This might be a...
1: An off question, but how did you feel instructing soldiers not having been in the fight?
0: Well, they hadn't been in the fight either, right? So I'm instructing them on things that I've been trained. So I I felt fine, right? Again, we I'm teaching them basic training, which yeah. is what I've already been through and what I've trained on. So, so you
1: that, felt like you had you had enough of what it took to absolutely just to get through, through that phase that they absolutely. were in. And you didn't feel, feel weird about it? None at all. Nice. None at all. How long were you there doing I that? I did
0: six years. Nice. Yeah.
1: And no deployments? None. During that time?
0: Not one. That's crazy. Never got any orders. I wish I would have. That's I what saw. I was
1: going to, my next question is, you know, I've, I've heard tales of other guys feeling kind of remorseful. For not having that opportunity to go. No, I don't feel remorseful, but I I, I would have right. been on the
0: first thing smoking that I sure. got the opportunity, though. Yeah,
1: yeah. absolutely. And you, and you probably had a lot of guys you knew that went. Yeah,
0: a lot of guys I knew. Again, a few family members, two cousins, one brother. Um, of course, plenty of guys I went through basic and AIT with. Yeah. So, yeah. And they all make it back? Everyone, yeah.
2: No kidding. Yep.
1: What a great story. Yeah. And it's like, I'm, I keep expecting this horrible. I'm like, gosh, you know, let me make sure my ringer's off here, man. Oh, so did. then
0: you didn't want to make a full-on career? You're still young at this point. You know, I wish I would have um, because I literally would be retiring with 20 years this yeah. year. Yeah, <laughs> so, I know it. Uh, you know, that's that's a check for life. So my father-in-law uh it did 20 years so and he still works on base but uh yeah i think man i'm glad i'm grateful for the path that i've been on um yeah. i'm i'm grateful for it so
1: man that's awesome yeah and to be in the service back then i remember the guys you know i was graduating and then they were in line to enlist like uh just full of patriotism and yeah. and ready to go get after it and um a lot of guys went off and did it
0: I remember uh, flying back from basic and um, I had my class A's on and a stewardess came up. She was like, hey, uh, one of the passengers want to buy you a beer. Right. I'm like, no, I'm okay. She's like, no, no, he's he's insisting. I'm like, I'm okay. He, he's really insisting. said, madam I'm only 17. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs>
1: he's like, listen, I can't, you know, legally have this beer.
0: I was only 17 at the time. So uh, it was kind of funny. But, yeah, it was, I mean, again, this was pre-september 11th mm. and again he's offering to buy me a drink so you right. know that it was through the roof afterwards man exactly. you remember it oh man every other house had a flag i remember exactly where i was um what class in high school where right. we watched it everything it was eh. I i'll
1: never forget
2: where were never. you up here no I, yeah i was in greensboro so right. i didn't
0: move from chicago to greensboro until my sophomore year in high school okay uh moved down here um and finished my sophomore, no, I started, We um, did sophomore, junior, senior at Dudley. Right. So I was a senior in high school in AP physics. No, not AP physics, psychology. Right. I was AP psychology when um, the news went down. We all went to the media center to watch it.
1: It was heartbreaking. Yeah. Even at that age. Yeah. I was just like, I don't know. I was up to no good. I was, I was, <laughs> I was not in school. Uh, slept in late. I remember the knock on the door. Mom's like, something's happened in New York plane hit the towers and we come stumbling down yeah watch the second one hit
0: yeah the first one was like oh man horrible accident!" Second what a horrible horrible accident. was like whoa
1: <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. and then the footage that they got after that man I'll, I'll never forget the weather that day here that cool crisp september air mm-hmm. you know no humidity kind of warm kind of cold those clouds floating through the sky and then you know it's, there's no airplanes flying
0: yeah it's quiet yep it kind of changed life, by, and it reminds me a little bit of obviously not nowhere near the same scale, but it's COVID. Kind of, it just interrupted things e- like immediately, yeah, immediately.
1: Let, you, and and I often make that that reference. I, you know, if COVID would have happened back then, I I think it would have got a similar response that nine eleven had, as far as people uniting doing the thing there's been so much more resistance Mm -hmm, to that mm -hmm. part that if it were 20 years ago if it would have been one of those things where america united on all fronts and tackled this thing head-on to where i don't know you chop it up to it having it just so happened to have happened during an election year yeah just muddied up the waters you know and it could have been could have been almost almost and a lot of people feel like that like it's um it, that it brought them together, and, and that's great that it did, but uh, it could have been on a larger scale. I think no, I agree. And what, why didn't it? I don't know. With the the uh, unintelligent mind that I've got, it I would just have to assume it just because the timing of it and the election and everything else. I think social media played a huge factor in this right as well. and social media and everybody's yeah. opinions. Yep,
0: I'm like, come on! But You got to think <laughs> about it. Everybody has a, a a platform. Yeah, they do, where they can say what they feel and. Uh, you get enough people, uh, support, or, uh, your, your idea, theory. I mean, right. it just galvanizes.
1: And, know? and all those, those folks that were like, I don't know if, um, if, if somebody 20 years ago said this nine eleven stuff is BS, <laughs> they would have to say it to your face almost. Yeah. Cause what do we have we o- otherwise? We didn't have Facebook. Mm-mm. We didn't have
0: Twitter. Um, I mean, I, I think I may have had a cell phone.
1: Um, yeah, I had just started to have one. The
0: Nokia. That's right.
1: The little blue, mm-hmm. little blue brick. Yeah, have one. Um, uh, We had like a, I think American online, like chat rooms and oh, things. Man, and we could, was... we could get on the internet.
0: Yeah. Dial up. Dial up internet.
1: Okay. I would go and I'd print off like lyrics of uh, albums that I was listening to in my mom's printer and we'd have to rip the edges off
0: <laughs> and put them in a book. I was still <laughs> trying to plan this basketball tournament and I was so uh, that was probably what I was at one of my best playing basketball that summer, right before I left for basic training. And we had just in the neighborhood, like, started this three-on-three tournament. Right. And I was a captain. And yeah. So man, I got to go to basic training tomorrow. They was like, what? I was like, yeah, man, I'm sorry, man.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> I I got to go.
0: Yeah. I mean, I was literally, like, it was so funny because um, I'm, I'm, I think I'm pretty fast right now. And I think stiff shift can attest to that. Yeah. I was so fast, but I can shoot as well. So, if you got too close, I'm going to blow by you. If right. you give me room, I'm going to drop the shot. So,
1: Are you still playing today?
0: No, I haven't played in a long time. No kidding? It's don't been have, a while.
1: Don't have one at the house?
0: Have no. A, no, nothing. I'm getting one for the boys soon. But yeah. uh, the, the last thing I did competitively sports-wise was flag football. Yeah. So, man, I used to be really into flag yeah. football. I mean, playing in, like, the Ricky Pro Leagues at yeah. uh, Prolific, City really? Greensboro. I had teams – yeah, man. So uh, I remember we played Ricky uh, one night. It was probably one of the most competitive flat football games I ever been in. What year was that? Before I had kids. Maybe twenty ten, twenty eleven? Okay. Oh nine, possibly. It was the first year that he was doing it? Yep. In his
1: league. Yep. You remember um what's the guy's name with the dreadlocks, Rob? Uh works at prolific.
0: I know um, who you're talking about I can picture his face, but I definitely don't know his name.
1: He played uh Rodney or something, I can't remember. Man, his he name. had a squad. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think his
0: son played with him too.
1: Um who, Ricky's son? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. He and had he was a young. squad. I I'd worked up there for some time. Okay. I I was probably up there. I worked at the adult the fitness center area. Do you remember Ashley Cabrera Cobra? Yeah, seat? I think so. so last <laughs> nexty. Yeah, there was a lot of people up there yeah. doing a lot of different things. Yeah, you know, Blaze Thompson mm-hmm. and those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was there from like 2010 until 2012. A couple years.
0: It couldn't have been too many years after we got married, because man, those games started at nine. Yeah, I remember, I remember. Sometimes we had those eleven o'clock games.
1: Yeah, we'd lock up, and they'd still be back there playing. Exactly. Flying. Exactly. Really competitive. Yes. And what a fantastic uh, place for it. Oh my it. god. If nobody's been to Prolific Park,
0: seventy-yard turf field,
1: and they keep it up, it's oh, nice. Man, I think it keeps getting nicer. Yeah, and that window upstairs—you yep. look down over the I field.
0: I think next year they, the next season we played again, they started recording the games. Mm. and it's that good. Yeah, and then they had—I played in the league Triad Flag Football, where they kept stats, gave awards. Really?
1: Oh man. Well, that's something we need to get back into.
0: Yeah. Speaking of which, uh. Uh, I'm down stick shift for the flag football game. I, I'll hit up Red Dragon and we'll get that scheduled. I
1: think did RD say something about maybe this spring, who knows.
0: I, I'm game whenever, man. Right? Yeah.
1: Well, I'm up there keeping the uh Cougar Town field real nice and pristine yeah, for you guys. <laughs> I'm ready. I don't I, I don't know if I'll play, maybe I will.
0: I got flags.
1: Yeah? Seriously. You got flags. Yeah. For two teams. Flags and cones. That's
0: all we need. Yeah. And a, and I, and I can ball. get refs if we need them.
1: Yeah, right. If Seriously. I'm on a team, I want to play as my quarterback. Sacks gonna be my quarterback. All right? Yep. I think he still got it.
0: Yeah, I think he can.
1: And then who else, who do you want on your team? Oh man, give me your what your top. You need give
0: me top five. Top five. Whew. Your team. That's tough.
1: And how are we gonna draw? How are we gonna pick teams?
0: Yeah, you got to uh, flip a coin. Yeah, is that it? Yeah, pick captains. We're not gonna do
1: like an online sign up thing. No, that's a good
0: idea. Do a random. Nah, you got to pick two captains and let them pick squads. Right? Yeah. I think... Day of? Yeah, day of. Yeah, when everybody's there. Yeah, whoever shows up. And picks All right. Man. Who's your top five? I think Flojo got to be in my top five. There you go. Um, Bruce Lee. Okay. He Patch. Won't. Yeah. I feel like Patch can do anything. Yeah, he won't stop. No. <laughs> he won't yeah, stop. he can rush. He can running back receiver whatever you need him without getting tired yeah if we play in lineman give me cheddar okay I need he he I need him on the line um who else let me think <laughs> oh back draft yeah backdraft for oh, sure yeah I gotta get backdraft on the team so backdraft for Joe, sure. cheddar Bruce Lee and he said patch. Yeah, patch. There we go. All right, that's that, not bad. That's my fire,
1: That's not bad. Yeah, it, 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 these guys primarily probably they kind of work out all over. I don't see some of them. Um, I think if I were to pick, I'm going to go with the old the the. I call them the North of the Wall guys. Yeah. Like you know, you got Wicked. Yep. Hoosier. Yep. Airball. Yep. Red Dragon. Uh huh. All studs. Anybody who shows up at uh at Cougar Town on Saturday mornings, there's studs up there. Yeah. All right. So then we're going to take. uh um. Oh, man, that's tough. Wojo. Okay. I'll take him. Okay. He won't stop. He just had some shoulder surgery. So you know like what? a little bit.
0: If you're going Wojo, mm-hmm. let me get Don't You Know. Don't You Know. Don't You Know is sneaky, yeah. athletic, man. He, that's he, awesome. He, he runs with so much swag, man. It's crazy. Right? Well, he can go f- for yeah. Bed. Being respect, man. I like Wojo. I mean, don't you know that's my dude. Yeah. Wojo, my guy too. But yeah, that's awesome. Don't you know it's sneaky, man? Well, this would be a big turnout, you know. Well, oh, if I, you I do it. I'm ready, man. I'm ready. We whatever we got to do, mask up. I'm cool with it. Uh, right. I'm serious. I really want to do it, but I understand the numbers were super crazy. If you had to for propose, the turkey
1: bowl. yeah. What do you want to do? Uh, it would make sense to do it this fall, maybe like at the preseason.
0: When football season starts, man, I think we could pull it off in the spring if things keep going well. Mm -hmm. Uh, I definitely, I'm open to do it in the summer. I mean, it'd be the heat of summer, but you know, get started like six a.m. Yeah, get started super early. Sun's up pretty early, right? Yeah, fall for sure. We should be ready by then if if all else. Yeah, we could do kickoff in fall. Yeah,
1: I love it, man. That's awesome.
0: Yes, seven on seven.
1: Yeah, seven on seven might need a couple teams. Yeah. If, if all the guys show up. I'm cool with it. Yeah. it yeah. would be fun. be fun. I, I
0: like my chance at quarterback, though, man. That's what I play.
1: Uh, really? Yeah. Have you seen sack throw? No, I haven't. It's good. Yeah. He still got it. Oh. He had a workout up at, uh, at Cougar Town uh, a couple months ago mm-hmm. where part of the workout was throwing a ball yeah. from maybe the 25-yard yeah. to the end zone. Yeah. And I don't think – I think I know he hit it. Uh, I came close. Uh, he may be the only one who hit it. I'm not being fair.
0: Yeah, see, I, I Bushwood had to work out like that at Wakanda. Yeah, and I was paired with a couple of guys that, that couldn't throw it ten yards, man. I was <laughs> <laughs> Bushwood was like, man, I felt so bad because they. I said, I know, man, it's all. Don't worry about it, Bushwood.
1: I need a uh, kid size football. Like, oh. what's the next one down from the from a regular, like Prime. a pee wee? Yeah, is that or it? Youth. Yeah, I can throw a youth ball.
0: Yeah, I can throw anything.
1: I can't throw the the full size. Oh, skin. Maybe maybe yeah. with some practice. I gotta get one.
0: Yeah,
1: I can throw around with the boys. Yeah,
0: my son's actually got pretty good at catching. He, but for, he was on baseball heavy, I and mean, he still is. We started playing football, and he just—I don't know what it is—but he can just k- catch it with his hands without even bringing it to his body.
1: It's just natural.
0: So yeah, I throw it as high as I can, and he'll track it down and, and catch it. Just reach out for it. Both hands. Really? Yeah. So nice. He'll get right under it. And boom.
1: Oh, that's nice. God, I caught it. That's exciting. <laughs> I'm still doing mine in the living room, like, lobbing it. Oh, yeah. 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 God,
0: That's it. how my six-year-old is. I got God, it. Got to do it like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's got – he he picks up really well, especially baseball. Um, just we did some work with uh, – shout out to Gecko. Mm-hmm. We Him and uh, his son, we met him at a baseball field late fall, and we did some practice work with catching some ground balls. Nice. Going and doing some – some hitting so uh um, he he really likes baseball yeah oh, that's awesome yeah
1: that's a, it's a good sport yeah yeah less chances of getting too hurt yeah,
0: and the contracts are guaranteed
1: so, <laughs> so go get him <laughs> go get him son <laughs> that's awesome how much um outside of f3 are you doing with guys that are f3
0: a lot man yeah. um so i've man um i've had a lot i was with backdraft today um uh Looking at some stuff, uh, um, I've met with uh, Hush Puppy a lot. I've gotten up with uh, Gecko, uh, Cheddar, Bruce Lee, uh, Simone. Right. So yeah, I mean, not my wife. Uh, she gets on me about how much f3 is a part of my life
1: <laughs> i know i got f3 stuff all yeah, over the house yeah not
0: even f3 stuff it's just f3 guys It's yeah. always something going on F three tb of course that's my you ever get who are you texting oh man uh tommy Never. boy a lot yeah. tommy <laughs> that's my wife she'll yeah. be like who you ever there texting is I'm that like- tommy boy <laughs> so the other day she she was like messing with me talking about uh she was trying to like have a conversation in F three language. So oh no!
1: Oh, <laughs> so she, poor thing. No, she was doing good. She got it.
0: Yeah, she got it. She's like, so are you hard committing to the workout tomorrow? Oh. Like, <laughs> you know, you know, That's are awesome. you doing the EC? Yeah. So, so yeah, her and um, Tesla's wife they saw each other somewhere and they they started having conversations about you know how we come home from workouts. And yeah. Pumped up, ready to
1: go. Yeah. Is that so, how you come home?
0: No, not me. No, okay, That's yeah, Tesla. me either. Yeah. <laughs> nah. I come home, go straight to the shower. Sometimes I lay back down. No, nah, I, I wish. love it. Good, gracious. No. <laughs> I love it. Just lay back down. Yeah, I try to I try to be first in the office, so. There you go. And this helped. Yeah. It helps yeah, with Absolutely. That. Yeah. But I'm used you... to working out early, so. Yeah, good. Pre F3, um I used to work out at AWOL Fitness. So I did that for Oh yeah. A couple years, then went to uh Strive. And um pandemic hit and um that that switched it up, so
1: you had to figure something out. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I'm gonna start asking those those F three questions later. That's cool. Does your wife
0: has she gotten into FIA? No, or anything, or entertained at all? No, she uh she does some um some of her own workouts. She recently joined like a a step class, and I I don't even know what to equate it to. Right. I forgot the trainer, but uh, a young lady at our church is a certified trainer. She does her class like Mondays and Wednesdays, and she does some YouTube workouts oh, nice. during the week. So try to stay moving yeah
1: i know i just downloaded an mrap uh wide app okay and then i put together something for my wife she wanted just just 10 minutes push hard in the mornings <laughs> i was like i got you i got 10 minutes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so she's doing shoulder taps merkins that's what's up uh burpees high
0: knees yeah i used to challenge my wife to stuff like that let's do um like let's do 10 merkins or you know, yeah but she likes stuff like that well so good that, mine that
1: works yeah, she's getting there. <laughs> she's getting, it's hard work. I feel, I feel bad. I told her the day, I said now this is the second time we did the uh, AMRAP. Mm-hmm. I think it was AMRAP. Yeah, and I said uh, let's just let's just focus on form. You know, we're doing these burpees. Don't worry about doing like you know a whole bunch. Yeah, just do each one. What's the most you ever done? Yeah, I've never counted. Them. Okay, I I think probably somewhere doing uh, iron packs. I was I was redlining every 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 one of those workouts um so i know one of them was full of burpees yeah if i had a if we if you and i just sat there and did them maybe i don't know like from with no breaks just go yeah i don't have maybe 50 okay is that what do you think I, i've done 100 straight before <laughs> okay yeah I could probably do fifty. Yeah, I don't know if I could do hundred straight right now. Right, <laughs> but I've
0: done hundred straight
1: before. I think I could do fifty. Maybe I'll try to do it, and, and I'll I'll circle back. I'm not gonna do it right now. No, no. <laughs>
2: but
0: no, we gotta but, save our energy for the morning. Yeah, where are you posting? I'm 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 stuck, man. Uh, Tj Hooker got the cue at uh, Circle Time. No, circle Time? No, no, Fence Line. Fence Line. Yeah, sorry. And Tommy Boy has it at Shake Weights. Uh, supposed to be mm. polar, but. Polls. I think he's on the IR, so mm. I don't know, man. I haven't been to Fence Line in a while. I hadn't either. So, I yeah, show I'm, some. I'm thinking about Fence Line because TJ Hooker's been MIA. I haven't seen him in a while. We I'm, were just talking about him, and then now he's queuing. So,
1: yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think I've ever been to a, one of his queues. Yeah, I know
0: I haven't. The Mm-mm. one he queued um, that I remember was Fence Line. Yeah, He had about 42 guys out there for his VQ. Oh, man, that's awesome. Yeah. When was
1: that? <sighs>
0: uh, I thought he'd been here for a while. It had to be the fall.
1: No kidding.
0: Yeah, it was still decent outside. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it was cold at all, actually.
1: I don't know why I thought he was like an old-timer, like he'd been here for a while. I don't think so. He just kind of popped in and out, yeah, and then made it official nah, at some I think, point.
0: I think he is really rel- No, you know what? You might be right. I think he is because I remember when he first came, I thought he was FNG, but he wasn't. Right? And so everybody you may knew him. be Right? Yeah.
1: Everybody like, "What up?" Yeah, and he was just kind of running through the park, <laughs> and we saw him uh, one morning up there at uh, JC Park. Okay, and he showed up everybody he said hello. I think he did marry with us, and he left. Okay, <laughs> but everybody knew his name.
0: That's that like, up? Yeah. I'm so, looking at the roster to try to see when I first posted because I knew that question was coming. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> um so tomorrow I might be and this air is of course next week, so, mm-hmm. so we will we'll be back a little bit. But I I'm got you. I'm going between either fence line or shake and bake. Okay. Which I haven't done in forever. Not since they moved from Greensboro Day to Kernodal. Right. It's I don't a, think
0: I've ever done Shake and Bake.
1: It's a hard workout. It's, it's a running and oh, on yeah. a track that's, track
0: work that's why i haven't it been
1: it's tough <laughs> so
0: it used to be my
1: my staple tuesday um back when it was a greensboro day but i haven't been in so long gotcha
0: um so where was your first queue? first queue? poof oh or your first post yeah we'll go ahead and do that first one. post was may 30th 17 really yeah
1: may 30th to 17 according to the f3 roster
0: was it 2017 yeah that sounds about right i remember being a convergence uh wow square got me in and again i was heavy 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 like doing crossfit and um yeah. AWOL. so i will only post you know, if if it was a holiday or uh maybe on a saturday mm. but may the 30th that was my first that was my first post
1: 2017
0: yeah and then when did you go head on like pandemic like you are now yeah pandemic I didn't, right. again, it was, um, I was at Strive doing CrossFit and, uh, I remember three for one, <laughs> like, man, why are you paying $100 a hundred dollars a month? I never do a gym again. It, and I was like, nah, man, I, I gotta lift weights. I gotta lift weights. <laughs> is is you still feel that way? No, I haven't touched a bar since like mm, February, March last year. No kidding. I haven't touched a bar. Can even tell it? Uh, How you feel? I feel pretty good. I would like to just see what I can do. Yeah. So um, I was squatting like three thirty five. No kidding. Getting up one seventy five, squatting three thirty five. P- Feel yeah. pretty good about that. I don't know if I can get three fifteen two seventy five now. I don't know. I just is. You might. I haven't done it, so I don't know. You know? Are you eager to get back and try it out? Uh, yes and no. I, I'm eager to try, but I don't want to have a membership to do it. Yeah, I you know, know it. Like, I mean, if somebody has some weight somewhere. You know I can get on a bar and you know warm up and just see what I can do. Yeah, I do it. But yeah, like join a gym. Just no, I probably won't.
1: Well, there's the guys out there have little home gyms. Um, who's got one? Uh Slumlord.
0: Slummy? Okay. Yep. He's got he's got a name for it and everything. Oh wow. Yeah. Next time you see him, ask him about it. Man, it's so funny. People get Slum Slummy a hard time sometimes But my first time going to <laughs> Fence Line, Slumlord was queuing it. It was the most funniest thing I have ever seen in my life.
1: The first time I went to Fence Line, he was queuing there too. Oh
0: man. It was cold and raining. It was like four of us. Nah, it was probably seventeen, eighteen of us uh on the basketball court the whole time. And he yeah. was just talking, talking, talking.
1: Right, and it is so. The first time, um, yeah, I can remember running, you know, like doing that warm or whatever, mm-hmm. and Slummy was hanging out with me, and we're just we're just chit-chatting about a bunch of
0: things. We talked the whole time. Yeah, Slummy is a good dude, man. He's a great guy. I love when I see him at a workout. I know it's going to be a good time.
1: Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Even if it's just like him and Xerox or Stick Shift, yeah. And if any of those guys are together, it's phenomenal. Yeah. It's a comedy hour. Mumble
0: chatter is on, 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 on. Um, on deck, yeah. yes, sir.
1: It's great, man. <laughs> and um, so you posted in seventeen. Kind of you, you posted for holidays and the occasional Saturday, and then when the pandemic hit this past March is when you, yep, when you dove in. Yep. And you feel how you feel your fitness is.
0: I feel like it's pretty good, man. Um, like I, I again, I'm, I don't think I'm at like what my peak was, right? Um, but I feel I feel pretty good about it. Like I feel like I can get up man. And, and go with just about anybody, and, yeah. and doing anything. So yeah, sure, I feel good about that. And how often are you posting? I'm um, normally six days a week. That's awesome. The day I take off is Sunday.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, I was there when the family was out of town. Yeah, I was doing that, doing a whole bunch of cafeterias. Yeah, I was. I, was, I heard about that. I was absorbing it. <laughs> i was like, let it in, take a full advantage. Well, then the the damn pandemic happened yeah. so all the we had unofficial workouts yeah thank goodness yeah right That'd had been terrible oh man but yeah so i dove in hard then um i could still we've made that adjustment my wife is cool and the morning routine would work out where i could do six a week mm-hmm. um and i might need to just to do it i'm uh, looking at three or four a week now
0: i like it i like six i think last week last couple weeks i did four but normally it's six a week no kidding yeah Where's your normal places Depends. So Mondays, I've been Latham. I've done um, uh, Quake Quater. Sometimes we do the EC there. Yeah. Um, I've done. Um, what's the Jesse Wharton one on Monday? Circle time. Yeah. I've done Circle time. I think that's about it on Monday. Tuesdays, I I, I used to be in the rise fixture. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my shield lock meets at um, in the parking deck after shake weight. Uh, so, uh, we, I have, I, I just went to a rise last week for the first time in about five weeks. Right. Nice. Um, but yeah, so Wednesday, it just depends, man. Uh, I, I try to not like have a consistent AO. Yeah. Like I, I do local honey. I'll do uh, natty's hump. Um, you know, I, I mix it up Thursdays. I normally do mm-hmm. hobble gobble. Um, and Fridays is either the funk or lunatic fringe and lately good news. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Because good news is over there. Yes, sir.
1: To break up those numbers.
0: Yeah, because both of those guys have good turnouts. It's it's pretty good. I I like the, the the back and forth on Twitter. It's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it's great. Yeah, and there needs to be more of that. I think. Yeah. Um, and Saturday's Wakanda. Yep. Yep. In your the site queue there. Yeah,
0: and I gotta. Um, I'm trying to figure out. So I'm I'm have to get out because I haven't been to any other AO. in the It's a bummer, right? Yeah, and so I feel like I I need to venture out and. Um, when did you take Site there? I don't think it's been a year yet. I feel like it may have been on an anniversary last year. Mm. I don't think so. I can't remember, but I I have a picture of that post. It may have been in the summertime. It hasn't been a year. I know that after the shutdown opened up. Yep. So probably. April, May. Maybe a little later than that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I took uh Cougartown in August. Okay. And then I've only ever I've queued Rainbow Dash okay. one Saturday morning and then Butt Fumble was supposed to have gone to uh Cougartown. <laughs> but uh he was out uh skiing or something, he forgot. <laughs> so I was over there at Rainbow Dash with those guys and red Dragon covered for um for a butt fumble Gotcha On Saturday But yeah It's the only other chance And I and I hate Because during the shutdown We did a lot of the unofficial workouts mm-hmm. At Wakanda Man I loved it I thought that the campus was Perfect Yeah I was looking forward to Queuing there I hadn't had a chance to yet Yeah um, Maybe you and I Can talk about Swapping
0: You'll go up yeah. to uh, Cougar Town And I'll go down to Wakanda I think that'll be cool
1: And we'll just do it that way I You'll take your flag cool. I'll take mine
0: yeah, It's probably been Maybe five to seven AOs that I haven't been to And that's one thing I was Really trying to do the summer and fall yeah. is like just go to every AO. So yeah, I think it would take a while, right? I think it would take a few months to hit everyone. Oh, we got thirty-seven. Yeah, yeah. I, I I guarantee you, I've been at least twenty-five, closer yeah. to thirty. I probably I probably half of that. Yeah, fifteen
1: or so, maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah I'd, I'd like to get out and do more.
0: Yeah, you get to see some guys like you know I don't see um, I don't see Slummy that often. Yeah. So some people if you go to the same AOs you see the same guys, Right. I, I like to I like to kind of see Yeah, so let me spread out a little bit.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Flojo, come on out.
0: <laughs> I don't see him much anywhere. No, nah, Flojo is hibernating right now, man. Is he? Yeah. What's his, he doing? He normally takes from his birthday to March. He doesn't post. Why? Is it recovery? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> he, he, he don't do anything in over thirty two or below. So we I was oh, just on, no. call him Sunday, man. He's like, Yeah, man. He hibernates after his birthday. In March, he got the date down. Really? Because he's actually queuing on his first day back.
1: So he's really taking a... Uh, he uh, does this every year. Like this a sabbatical like his third or, uh,
0: year. or whatever he, you want to call it. calls it hibernate. He really? He goes hibernate. <laughs> for the There's a
1: lot of guys that, that want to take that official route. Yeah. Like, it's too cold. Yeah. And if you just tell it how it is... Yeah, they wouldn't, they wouldn't catch so much flack for it probably. Yeah. Like, look, when it gets above
0: thirty-two, I'll be back. Hey, that's what he said. He said, "If it's above freezing, you might catch me." But yeah, below I,
1: freezing. I respect him for that. <laughs> I, I I got a couple of neighbors that I've um uh, headlocked. Is that the right term? Headlocked them out. Yeah. Um, and uh, they're just telling me when I see them out and about, they're like, "Yeah, man, it's just it's just so cold." I'm like, "It's kind of it's part of it." You know, get out and it's extremely hard. Yeah, to get out of bed and go out there and work out when it's
0: twenty-four degrees. Hey, man, and, I, and raining or man, you whatever. You got to put on a proper gear, man.
1: That's right. And get after it. You warm up after a few minutes. Literally.
0: Everybody does. Yeah. It, I didn't believe it until it happened, though. Just clicks. Yeah. And you're sweating. I was like, man, I put on too many clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to start peeling layers off. I really have too much and not enough, though.
1: That's right. And, it, and man, the pile of clothes that you'll get after you get home... From working out when it's twenty degrees out. Trust me, I've had that laundry conversation with my M. It's got to have like six pounds worth of clothes <laughs> or more. Look at all these clothes.
0: Look how many of them are yours.
1: <laughs> this is all your workout Sam. You're going six days a week. Yeah, that's On top a lot of
0: your regular. That's clothes awesome. The, yeah, so that's awesome,
1: man. Well, let's see. I got. Uh, we've talked about your fitness, so you feel good.
0: Yeah, I feel good.
1: I and mean, you were doing uh, CrossFit type yeah. Weight lifting stuff before F3 Yeah
0: crazy stuff
1: And you feel good Have you got goals coming up Is there something you want to do Man I, to- So
0: at my height My best I was at like 13% body fat 13.1 according to the InBody. body mm-hmm. I really was My goal at that time Was to get to like 9.9 Just single digits Yeah Um, I don't know if that's my goal Currently But I would like to hit it. It just You gotta be so disciplined On your diet It's not even about working out when you get to that Mm-mm. It's like diet It's all diet It's all it is So I don't know if I want to be that disciplined <laughs> Yeah <laughs> On diet man It's man, no
2: it, it takes a
0: lot No carbs No I mean you can Well You can't eat Like I used to have a So this was my diet At that time Yeah I started the day With five egg whites And a bowl of oatmeal mm. Go work out Protein shake Five more egg whites Another bowl of oatmeal <laughs> This is back then, not now. Yeah, not now. So then I may have like a protein bar before lunch. For lunch, it was chicken breast, quinoa, rice, and broccoli. Oh, man. Every day? Every day.
1: That's discipline.
0: Every day. Like I have uh, meal prep pictures on my Insta from back then. I'm going to pull it up real quick. (laughs) I forgot what my uh, fourth meal, fifth meal was, um, but it was – It was at least, uh, my dinner was the same as my lunch. This Mm. was every day, seven days a week. Mm. And it worked. Um, I'm sure. It worked. But again, that got old. So yeah, here we go. Oh yeah, I've tried this before. Yeah. So I used to meal prep it out. You see, I used to boil 60 eggs. Oh my god! Sunday, boil them and peel them. You got some Gatorade. Yep. Some fruit. Yep. So, yeah, the apple and tuna, that was one of my snacks. Oh, man. How do you feel about that rice nowadays? Oh, it's pretty good. I you like still do it, still. it? Yeah.
1: I was putting sriracha. Back when I tried to do this, yeah. I put sriracha on everything, <laughs> and, and I can't eat it now. Yeah. I'm like, that stuff is garbage. Yeah. No, it ruined it for me. Is that yeah. guacamole? Yep. it's so not to, bad.
0: Yeah, I used to do Ezekiel bread, guac, some turkey breast. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's not bad. And then you just hard boil the eggs and eat them. Yep. That's the best way. So,
0: I do three without the yolk, two with the yolk
1: so much
2: it's just
0: crazy, would you salt man. them no no no. just get them down just get them down
1: oh my gosh yeah, yeah this is discipline yeah and did you have a a, a way to store them a refrigerator <laughs> like, yeah I guess you put them in a the cooler yeah. if you had to go yeah so yeah all I right. used
0: to, of course you had your meal prep bag and all that yeah. stuff man yeah
1: have you seen those six pack bags mm-hmm. or whatever do you have one of those mm-hmm. those are awesome
0: I still got it
1: that's nice yeah. if you ever wanted to get back into it huh? I doubt it that's insane
0: I was never hungry um but i've tried a few diets since but that i mean i just got I'm so tired of eating eggs <laughs> yeah i bet god it was so good. you still feel bad about them now or are you, are you good no i eat egg whites now like the liquid pour me and make them so uh oh i just saw your before picture oh this uh, one. yeah exactly he was a little heavy yeah 199 i think five eight five yeah yeah? Yeah. And then, and then... 172. Just healthy.
1: Well, you are now 172, right? No, not right now. What are you now? 182. Okay. What 172
0: about, in that picture.
1: And what about the big picture? 199. Oh, 199.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you was... You I was, actually got down to 168 at one point. Really? Yeah. You have a target? No. If I'm in the 170s, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I would... Um, I'm 150. Okay. And I've been 150. Now, well after... Before F three, I was one sixty seven. Mm-hmm. I was all dab bod, all dab bod, oh, the man. belly, the whole thing. I was oh. like, "This is isn't this nice." <laughs> um, and then between F three and and some other things, just honing in some of the things that that I ate, yeah. I, I was able to go down about one fifty. I'm I'm happy here. Okay. Um, I think if I were to get leaner, uh, more muscle, I could probably go up again up into the one sixties. But I, it would take more discipline than I've got now. Less cold brew. Yeah. Um, Less pizza. <laughs> I could probably manage it. Yeah. Uh, and for the record, I've
0: only had two. Okay. Since you've been here. For the record, guys, anybody that's listening to the, the <laughs> twist? I've what? got a twist. <laughs> it's only been two. Only been two twists. I had
1: one course and now I'm working on the Miller Lite. It's a talk-in. Yeah. And then what are you drinking? Uh, just some tea. Just some tea. Yeah. I offered you a cold one. I know you did. All right. Next time. <laughs> Maybe if we, it's a little late. Maybe next time.
0: It's only an uh, 11-minute drive.
1: Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. I felt bad for stick shift last week. I said, (laughs) Be careful. All right. I think it was okay. He could have slept on the couch. He could have slept here. Yeah. Sure. I had to start offering that out. You could drink plenty, man. You just stay on the couch. Exactly. (laughs) Sleep it off. (laughs) Sure. Your wife won't mind.
0: No. Baby FaceTime. I'm here. I'm here. All passes right there. Well,
1: I wouldn't be here. I'd go on down to the house. You'd be here by yourself, doing nothing.
0: You got plenty to do. Yeah. There's plenty of room here. It is.
1: Um,. So we talked about fitness. How's your let's talk about that fellowship component of F3, how it was prior to how it is now. And, and where do you see it going? So uh, what do you mean prior? Uh,
0: fellowship with other men. Oh, it was pretty cool. Um, I, I again. Uh, so let me circle back one thing. I know I saw Nomex ask the question. Craziest thing I ever done probably fitness wise is either 100 burpees or bench. I mean, squat 335. That was the craziest thing. Uh, again, my goal would probably be I really honestly do want to get at 9.9 Or single digit body fat All right. So at some point I'm going to turn on the, the diet went, And hit it hard You went back to fitness What, <laughs> what about fellowship? Fellowship, there we go <laughs> I want to make sure I closed out the fitness
2: point.
0: Mm-hmm. Again, AWOL That was like a tribe for me A group of guys that you can kind of um, Motivate you Yeah you know, I, I thrive off that. I didn't have it at Strive. And AWOL was? A way of life, fitness. Okay. Lynch Hunt. Shout out Coach Lynch. There you go. Yeah. Real good guy, man. He's probably on the news every Friday with uh, News 2, I believe. Doing the workout? No. Doing uh, a, like a fitness tip of the day. Yeah. He's just, man, his, his whole entire story. Um, did 10 years fed time. Oh, wow. Uh, came out, um, started as a personal trainer at, at GOATs. Yeah. Opened a gym in, in his garage to... Now where he's at, author, yeah, public speaker. What was his name? Lynch Hunt. And he's here in town. Yeah, Greensboro. I'm gonna look him up. 320 Washington Street. Um, I mean, solid dude. And that was a wall. Yep. And he's still got a. Are they open? Yeah. Still, still running. Yep. So he has like um ten foot boxes. Um, where they have yeah. all the equipment, you know, for the classes. They, oh, nice! He he started it on Zoom and online before anybody did, man. Really? Yeah. He uh he adjusted really quickly. That's when awesome. The pandemic happened,
1: and and you had some fellowship amongst some guys there at the gym. Yeah, yeah,
0: right. I, I didn't have it at the next gym. Was there probably a couple years. That's drive. Yeah. Again, when you join obviously once I start hitting AWOL pandemic, nobody's mm. going to work. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, this is the only opportunity you got to, you know, rub shoulders with somebody who didn't live with you. Yeah. And not necessarily rub shoulders cause 'cause get like figuratively. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but uh it it really picked up, man. And I really don't know when it really like click click, but um it felt like it's been that way since the pandemic. Where it's it's always a coffee tea after the workout. Yeah. Or you know something going on, and um, I I love it. You made a bunch of new guys, ton, friends, ton guys that you can call on, a ton, yeah, a right. ton, a ton. That's been the best part. Yeah, that that's better than a workout for me. To yeah. Be honest with you, man. Um, just having a, a rolodex of guys that I mean, if you need anything, they're there. If they need anything, you're there. Um,
1: it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, last week, whenever we had a power outage mm-hmm. up in this area. Did you run out of power at all? Yeah, I did. Yeah, we lost it for about twenty four hours.
0: Yeah, ours was a little over twenty four. Terrible. Yeah.
1: Mm. But I get in my car. I'm still. It's in the morning. I'm kind of like, no, nah, I don't. I don't quite know. What's going on. I think it was a Sunday morning. Yeah. I drive all around. I go to the Home Depot that's close to here, Lowe's, those convenience stores that I know that usually have firewood. Mm-hmm. Um, then I circle back around, and call my wife, so I'm going to go up towards Summerfield, and Oak Ridge, and see if any of those places. Those signs that say like we're selling firewood or whatever didn't see anything come back around I sit down and I was like let me I guess tweet it out you know see one of the guys come through within just a minute or two yeah radiator was like man i got I got firewood yeah and i'm I'm sitting
0: down here at the house with heat on yeah radiator oh. offered me a a, oh. a a generator that's right <laughs> I mean it's isn't crazy. that nice yeah, so no max he had like four or five trees fall down, yeah polar came over with his chainsaw that's uh, helped them cut them up. I mean, that's the stuff that uh, means a lot, man. I remember Tommy Boy helped me pick up a table. Yeah, um, just you know, at the drop of a hat. Um, I mean, you just have guys that are. I mean, out there. You know? Yeah, and that's. Priceless, man.
1: I know and, and now I'll I'll go on the record for another apology to Patch. I feel bad for him. he <laughs> he like he's one of those guys that had to drop a hat He's on his way to come help me. Yep. Um and I've in my line of work I install home security systems and I put a hole in this lady's wall and I couldn't uh. I, was, I was like, you know I was trying to run a wire, didn't work, and then she's got a hole. I call Patch I said, Hey man, I got a I got this hole in the wall. He's like, Where are you at? I was in Winston Salem. He's like, all right, I'll be up there in about 30, 45 minutes. He come up here and fix the hole. Wow. He just came in and made it look pristine like it never happened. Wow. And then he left. And so he saved me. And that's just one of several occasions that I've called on patch. Gotcha. Last week or a couple weeks ago, he goes to a trip in Maine. Mm-hmm. Needs a ride to the airport. and uh, Or needs a ride in the morning to go to the workout. And then Xerox was going to take him to the airport. My selfishness in me wasn't planning on getting up in the morning at it was like a Tuesday morning, I think, and I don't normally go on Tuesday morning workouts and I wanna sleep. So that that part of me took over and and I and I told patrick like, Hey man, I I don't it wasn't a lie. I don't have any room in my car. Like for stuff. I got all this work equipment. And I was like, see what you can find. If you can't find anything, let me know. And then him being the humble stuff that he is, he figured it out yeah. without me having but I, I felt terrible. I, I later apologized to him. I was like, Man, I really should have just sucked it up and Come and worked out and took it yeah. to the airport. <laughs> but uh but I'm getting better. That's the person I strive to be. Yeah. And it's
0: not who I've always been. And that's the one thing about the fellowship that keeps you coming. Like yeah. sometimes i, I can, Yeah. the workout sucks, but the fellowship mm-hmm. afterwards is what what I look forward to. So right. that keeps me coming out.
1: <laughs> yeah, and if we happen to have anybody listening that's not um engaged in this F three stuff, I always you know, I try to direct them to F three nation um website. Mm-hmm. I think it's F3Nation.com for the national thing there. You'll be able to find uh, where there's a workout close to you. There's a workout finder uh, on the website. And yeah. then if you're in the area and you haven't tapped into F3 yet, it's F3Greensboro.com. Yep. Uh, uh, there's a lot of things that we say uh, that you won't understand, like packs. It's uh, another way of saying who we are. It's how we refer to each other. Um, there's um, Come to a workout or two, you'll figure out what all that, well, you won't figure it out, but you'll get a better idea <laughs> of what it is. took me a long time to pick it up, man. Yeah, and I'm, my first workout radiator was just running beside me. He's like, hey, man, a PAX, that's what they call us. And this, <laughs> he's like, and we're like in between breasts. Yeah. This is an AO, an area of operation. This is what we call, <laughs> this is where we work out. He tried to give me like the whole, um, what do you call it, the lexicon? Yeah right there on day one i was like thanks man it may have been day two but it was one of the first two workouts that i went to
0: it was so funny i remember trying to just remember the names of the aos when oh. I was like, like man okay so where are we going again all right there it is. <laughs> yeah
1: and your first workout uh where was it it had to be I, latham grinder
0: latham grinder yeah, and i felt like it was like a memorial day was it memorial labor day whichever one's in it was a big event yeah it was a big one um, but yeah that was my first post did you get named that day yeah
1: yeah. Yep. So you had to go with thirty people there probably. No, I was more than thirty, man. Forty something. It felt like a lot of guys. And you had to get in the circle? Yep. That was when they got really close to you, too.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, no, no COVID. So <laughs> right
1: in the middle yeah. of this massive yeah, group. S-
0: square yells out. He doesn't like LeBron. Oh no.
1: <laughs> really? And that's where
0: Akron came from.
1: That's where Akron came from. Yep. No kidding. Yep. And just be a,
0: another city in Ohio, right? Yeah, that's where it, that's where lebron is from so they named me after the city lebron was born in since i don't like him
1: you still don't like him i respect him sure yeah sure and and i'm gonna get to the uh twitter questions here at towards the end no worries and and that's in there have you viewed those have you seen the couple of them okay yeah we'll come back to it (laughs) so Akron was named after after your boy
0: after LeBron.
1: After LeBron. Yeah. And, and and now you're stuck with it.
0: Yeah. I, I, I've embraced it, though. If you notice, I, all my GIFs are LeBron GIFs. Yeah. So. It's nice. He's got a lot of good ones. Yeah. I, I do the chalk toss sometimes, so mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. You haven't done it in a while. Yeah, it's been a minute. I hadn't seen it. I got to bust it back out. I was just talking to the guys in Charlotte about it. I don't think they believed me until Tommy Boy showed the video evidence. Right? Wasn't that like a <laughs> –
1: did he create a GIF or something? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. it was awesome. <laughs> I was like, he did it. I heard about it. But I had never seen it myself either.
0: It was pretty cool.
1: So, fellowship is on point. Yeah.
0: Getting better. Yeah.
1: And you said – you mentioned earlier a shield lock. Is this a group of guys that you –
0: tell me what that what, – what what's that to you? Uh, to me, it's uh... – a little more than an accountability group Um, and it's a little and more in depth than just regular cafeteria. Yeah. So, um, of course, we went through the formality of the eight block and Mm -hmm. one word and things like that. But, I mean, we've talked about some stuff in the early beginnings that don't have anything to do with the eight block. Right. But I like it from an aspect of, um, you know, sometimes me and we don't have a, a place where we can really share what's really going on. Yeah, even in Cot sometimes, but mm-hmm. if if I'm meeting you every week, <laughs> yeah, you know for forty five minutes, at some point I got a crack. And when do y'all meet? That's Tuesdays mornings. Yep, after shake weight, really in the parking lot. Is it just you
1: you guys? Yeah, just us.
0: Really, we, we normally uh, kind of go off in the corner because you know shake weights. Uh, they yeah. have, they meet for cafeteria as well. Some of the guys come from other. Oh, I got. You know, it. So we'll you know just pull up some chairs. and. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was wondering how, what you know.
1: I'm not part of a shield lock. Got it. I want to be part of a shield lock, but got I it. don't know like what that looks like or, or what it. You you mentioned one word in eight block. Yep.
0: What's that? So the one word in a block again. I I got it from uh, Bones. Yeah. Uh, who I, I believe that's how the shield lock is started because you you pick you do the, your eight block where you take okay you know. Um, your, your family, your fitness, your faith, your fellowship, and on the back is a couple other things, and you kind of write down, like, your top threes, like, okay, who are three people I'm going to invest in? Yeah. Uh, you know, who's in my core? Uh, where's my M? Where's my 2.0s? Um, what's holding me back from... You know, uh, accomplishing something this year. What are my faith goals? What are my fellowship goals? What are my fitness goals? Yeah. Uh, and you take all of that and develop a, a word that kind of themes yep. up, yep. sums up all of that information. And you meet with a, a group of guys and um, express what you've written on that eight block into one word and then have them hold you accountable to achieving whatever that is. That fitness goal, yeah, that fellowship goal, if I want to save a thousand bucks, you know, It's not just okay for me to come and say, hey, guys, I fell short. Um, As the group, it's like, all right, what can we do to help you save that 1000 bucks?" Can we help you with a yard sale? Oh, wow, really? Yeah, like it's it's a little bit more than just, I would say, accountability because you can get that from just F3. Yeah, right. Uh, But it's a a, a bit more in-depth, and we meet every week. Um, And the reason why we chose to do that, just number one, to be consistent, and two, most of us post, mm-hmm. so it's very easy to six fifteen. Yeah, just you know, pick a spot and go do your exactly. Go do your. You're not taking the evening away from anyone. You don't mm-hmm. have to come back out. We're already yeah. out. Let's just knock it out. That's awesome. Yeah, and
1: you think that that's probably how the, most of them are structured. If I you had a the two that I know luck. of are right.
0: Uh, one meets on Thursday right after. Um, Hobble Gobble, yeah, and we meet on Tuesday right after Shake All right, it makes the most sense, yeah. just because you're already out. Well, I'll put it out there,
1: guys. If I, I think I heard Wicked talk about wanting to put one together, I'm game. Um, I some think other
0: Erhard, guys putting one together, he's putting one, yeah. If yeah. he doesn't have it already, I know they're very early. the uh, yeah. boy wonder is a part of it, so uh, yeah,
1: might be a chance to jump in, yeah. And, and see, I yeah. guess it—you would assume it had to be like a good fit. Like I don't—I don't know. We're we're all pretty much the same, just a bunch of dudes. Yeah, I don't think it
0: <laughs> really matters about fit, because again, um, like radiators in my shield yeah. lock—that's uh, awesome. Um, City slicker, yeah. Pauladine, so a good um, variety. Yeah, Bruce Lee, Nomex. Yeah. You know, so,
1: and and uh, so we're looking at about an hour, ten minutes. I'm so, good. So, so we're flying through it, right? Well. Yeah. I wanted to ask you too, um, you've been doing F3 talks. Yep. For those who don't know, and I've only researched a little bit from the shenanigans about what it is. Um, what is the F3
0: talks? Um, and, and what do we try to do with it? So the best way I can sum it up is kind of get, go back to how it started. So again, pandemic. Yeah. I mean, I think we were even on curfew at this point. Yeah. Uh, uh, George Floyd just got, yep. just happened, just got on the news. So, um, We were – I think we were already starting to try to plan a Juneteenth ruck. Mm Mm-hmm. And before we can get any of the planning done, George Floyd kind of happened. Oh, man. Uh, So we met at uh, Fanny's backyard. And uh, it was probably 12 of us. And uh, just talked about, you know, what that – how we felt about it. Myself, Boy Wonder, 3 for 1 – Square, I believe that was everyone of color that was there, mm-hmm. and it was just an opportunity just to kind of just vent a little bit. Yeah. So we started having these conversations about police brutality, just things that if African Americans deal with. You know, have you ever been pulled over? Um, have you ever been harassed by the police? Have you ever been called the N word? Mm-hmm. Conversations like that. Uh, so we pull off the Juneteenth Ruck. We say, hey, guys, this was kind of special. Let's keep meeting. Uh, so then we pick up a book, The Color of Law. It talks about just some of the, the history of um, like the GI Bill, um, redlining, and some of the legal things put into place that made it literally impossible for African-Americans to purchase homes in the 50s and 60s. Mm-hmm. And how that affects the wealth divide that is currently happening today. Yeah. And again, not that um we're gonna solve the world's problems by meeting, but just being having these conversations and exposing people to uh things that um we we as African Americans see on a daily basis or live or know about that you know some people have they haven't had a clue about. Um, right. I think it's it's eye opening to some. We we've we're in a, we just finished Roots of Division, the group that I'm in. And um local Greensboro author wrote it. Um really easy read, really good book. Um and just seeing having those kind of conversations talking about just how things are built in the system. Yeah. Um and and it's not uh, um Stretch had a great quote the other night. It's like, you don't have to do anything. It's already baked into the system. And I know I'm butchering it and not giving it its proper wow. credit, but it's some some stuff that's just built in the system. Yeah. Like um, when we did the, the Juneteenth Ruck, we literally walked the red line in the city of Greensboro. Oh, wow. Um, and it, it's like that in most cities. Yeah. Um, and again, banks wouldn't lend in certain areas because uh, if any African-Americans lived in that neighborhood, yeah. And,
1: Move them out. Yeah.
0: That would have made it impossible. Impossible for them to own, which made it be that they had the rent and they would have to pay astronomical amounts of rent or so get some crazy loans. Yeah. Um that they couldn't afford. So now it's three and four families in a house and um it just led to a lot of things. And we're still feeling it. Oh, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And I think um some people think that, you know, hey, slavery's been over for hundred years. I, I didn't own slaves, you know, I'm I have nothing to do with that. I'm not benefiting any from it. You yeah. know, that's done and over with, but it it's not.
1: It almost boils down to having to research your politicians and make those choices at the polls. I don't, I don't you know, like I'm just going on surface level stuff here. Uh but it, it seems like people probably ought to pay attention more to um local uh state and then federal. Uh, politicians as far as how they want to... What laws
0: are they voting on?
1: Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm again, surface level things. And that's just me knowing what little I know about.
0: Yeah, but you got to go back to like the New Deal. Yeah. Even as far back as that to kind of see how systematically it was written in the law. Right. For certain privileges not to be had by African Americans. It's insane. Yeah.
1: And it it's probably still
0: being written today in ways. It is, man. I mean, I remember one of my buddies and I tweeted it out. I think I did. But he um he bought a house and in the deed it is stated in Winston Salem that an African American cannot live, rent or something in this house unless they were a housekeeper or a worker. Oh, That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> Today. Yeah. I that's mean, that's, it was in the deed, now it's probably not enforceable, but right. it was written in the deeds, man. Like it's stuff like that that, again, we probably have no clue of, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it, it, it's crazy. Because that's deep
1: and covered, and who would know?
0: When you do your homework, man, um, yeah. like I would challenge anyone to read The Color of Law, and even Roots of Division, yeah. um, both of those are excellent reads. And and it's not opinions, it's facts. Right. Just just the way it is. Cases, laws, right. um, you know, not anything that's, you know, opinionated, like, you know, so, like politics can be at times But just hey This is what happened This is what law was made and This is the effect of that law
1: That's perfect Yeah That's probably where we ought to More people ought to be on that
0: Yeah I, I think if we um, Like Roots of Division uh, we, I'm, I'm not Rooster Division We um, Met with the author last Last night Sunday night On Zoom And he was just saying that How he kept politics out the book Just so it wouldn't Yeah good Bring in any of that stuff And just yeah. st- Stuck with facts And his story yeah, sure. Yeah.
1: And you know, I um I don't know that I mentioned this. I think I did in the uh first episode. Uh-huh. I had um I was working up until uh July of last year. I was working as a probation and parole officer mm-hmm. uh for the state. Yep. And I, I think yeah, we you and I yep. spoke about it. Yep. Um and uh man, it, it felt we just weren't making a whole lot happen um in the community that I was in. Um And I felt like us in in that department, um, we're just going with the paces, uh, doing what we could do, um, which wasn't a whole lot. And then, but I also was able to get that perspective. I was also able to form that perspective about the other agencies that we worked with, be it the district attorney's office or the sheriff's department or the local uh, city department, police department. Um, We're all just kind of just doing uh, your day-to-day thing. Uh, And then everything else, Was too far from our reach to make those adjustments, Um, and I'll try to explain that to you. Like, like the probation and parole department couldn't do anything about the um, the like the income Mm -hmm. that you know the parents of these kids that we were supervising. We couldn't change that, but something needed to change that, right? Because we felt like that that was an issue, yeah, and it was spilling over, you know, and like so, where do we go from our position? We didn't have any leverage, and and then neither did the police department, neither did the sheriff's department, nor the district attorney's office. So something beyond that needed a needs to change. Yeah, I don't. I, the I don't issue
0: know. wasn't being addressed that caused a problem. Um, Again, I grew, grew up South Side Chicago, single mom. Um, I didn't meet my dad till I was twenty three. Right. Uh, luckily, my mom met someone when my sister came to be in college. Uh, that's how we got to Greensboro, but. I remember my first job, Food Line East Market. Uh, shout out Food Line. I was uh, <laughs> I was paying rent. I was helping my mom pay rent. Yeah. Um, because we didn't have enough money, and um, I remember um, helping the family out. I paid rent and I paid the cable bill. Yeah. Um, from from the moment I got my first job, my mom didn't buy me anything else. Um, not because she couldn't, but because, hey, you can take care of yourself now and that's less burden on the family. So not a bar of soap, not a pair of shoes. If I needed it, it was on me. Yeah, And that was OK because I could do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you think about other families that uh, kids may not be working, maybe a single mom um, and they don't have those resources and, you know, that kid isn't doesn't go get a job and is introduced to another way of legally making money and now they're in the system. Well, how do we help what's really going on? Is it a housing issue? Is he in the projects in a bad neighborhood because his mom can't buy a home or, yeah. Again, it's, it's a deeper rooted issue that, yeah. Yeah. And again, that's a whole nother podcast to just talk about the criminal justice system. Yeah. I mean, it, it really needs to be revamped. I was watching, uh, (laughs) I was watching the show last night. Um, Sunday night. Yeah, yeah. And the guy was saying that he got put on lifetime probation. I said, what?
2: Mm.
0: How do you get lifetime probation? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Every state does
1: it different. I don't, you know, I don't, unless it was a Fed thing. Um,
0: lifetime probation. I mean, you asking for him to get back, get in trouble again.
1: Because more than likely. Absolutely. You know, something's yeah. going to slip up. Yeah. Um, yeah, one of the major decisions that I, uh, when I left was that the, the work that needs to be done isn't being done here. So let me go figure out if there's a better way that I can provide towards that cause. Or, um, at least I didn't want to be, you know, we were locking guys up all the time for dealing drugs and carrying guns. Yeah. That's pretty much what I did. I, I supervised gang offenders, um, had some success with few, but, but, not not enough yeah um and there was always that just that that question like why is the world the way it is and what can we do to to make this different yeah. and um, if it's just such a it was like a trying to figure out which star was in the universe like that's how far away it felt to me um, quick question
0: yeah. Uh, the guys you're locking up were they mostly African American? Yeah. Okay. Did yeah. that? Did that? Did that sway your view of African Americans? Because that's the majority of your interaction with them. Yeah,
1: it was. Um, God, that's a good question. Yeah. You know, because um, my wife and I, we've had to talk a bunch. Um, I was never the type. I was never. I would never assume that I would be put in the group where if you were walking down the street, right, and mm-hmm. I was walking on the same side of the street, that I would cross the road. Mm-hmm. Never. Never. Um, I just I just grew up in, in a way that you and I were the same. You had a red hoodie on, and I've got a black one like we've got now. Yep, and yep. then you would go your way. I'd go, mine. Nothing. No worries. And it was like that for uh, 29 years of my life before mm-hmm. I went over to probation parole. Um it changed my perspective in a way that my first three years I was there. I supervised quote unquote criminals of all shapes and sizes, colors mm-hmm. and creeds be it either, you know, you 64 year old white lady. Who's got her six DUI and down to your guy who was caught with possession of assault off shotgun, right? A young black kid. Right. And then it changed my perspective. It probably did. And for better or worse, hard to say, um, the young, the young black men that I had to work with, certainly more aware mm-hmm. on guard, uh, than I was. And I'll tell you that I used that too, as part of my decision to leave too, because I didn't like having that perspective. Right. I liked where I was before. Have I ever been robbed or mugged or, or assaulted? No, never. Not even before probation. Right. But then all of a sudden, after being there for five years, I started thinking I was going to be robbed, mugged, or assaulted any day walking in any city streets. Right. By myself. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. It changed. And I didn't like it. Yeah. I just want to, I want to go back out to, to, and, and I remember I told my wife, my M, I told her, uh. I said, um, I feel like people are being born inherently bad. <laughs> and I was like, before that, I didn't feel like people were born inherently anything. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I left. Yeah. yeah, yeah. to answer your question, yeah, it did. And it's, it's starting to mellow back down. Starting to, the, the, the waters are more calm. Which is nice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, I still worry about things. I think just crime in general. Yeah. Uh, and and people being victims of crime. Um, whether or not it's a um, race, it's not a factor at this point. And I'm trying to get back more towards, like, there's a good chance that my car could get broken into tonight. Whether or not it's a black or a white person to do it, I don't know. You know? Yeah. But before, maybe, I would say likely. You know, a young black person coming okay. in to breaking into my vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but I just didn't like it. Yeah. didn't like it. I had to get out there. I, I want to help And this, unless you had any more questions about the probation parole. No, no, no. You had talked about doing the bridge the gap yeah. podcast. Yeah. And I want, I want to circle back to that in just okay. a minute because okay. it blew my mind. All right. Um, um, I wanted to. I still want to be active in this because oftentimes when I was working with these young men, I would sit across from them like you and I are now mm-hmm. and I would say to him, I say there's nothing different between you and me and you might be able to relate better than what a, a young black man might. How's he going to feel when I say that? And I would try to spend the, the duration of our relationship trying to prove that point to him. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be like, look, you and I both have kids, right? Um, I, I took several left turns when I should have went right growing up. Fortunately, I didn't catch any felonies because I know a felony is going to change you, anybody right. who gets one, right. I think. Um, and, I, and I wanted to do something different. I wanted to do something better. Um, I spoke with uh, Guiding Light a few months ago mm-hmm. uh, over the summer. And I think we had talked to you a little bit about it. Yeah. I want to continue my conversations with these young men. Um, there's a handful of them. I think if you called up and said, Hey, um, how was so-and-so as your PO, whatever. I mean, he was awesome. Um, I I strive to do better when, when he was holding me accountable. I like to think that's what they would say. Mm -hmm. Uh, I never had any, even the guys that I arrested, I'd arrest them. They come back out a week later, we'd meet and things were cool. They always understood it was part of the job and had to do it, had to do Um, but I miss having conversations with these with these guys. A couple of young ladies, but not much. Mm-hmm. Not many. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of young men. Yeah. And I thought that this platform, this podcast platform, would provide that opportunity, and it still may, um, to where I can sit down and continue to have these conversations with the young men. Um, and I'm intrigued as to how that conversation would go. Because um, we would just sit, man, in an office visit, we would talk for like an hour, hour and a half on a good one. Mm-hmm. Just about different, you know, things that happened to them growing up. Um, You know, where's dad? Um, Do you got any strong male figures in your life? We talk about that. Um, Where do you want to go? What do you want to do? How can we get this behind us? Why have you made the decisions you made? How can we not make those decisions going forward? And what can I do to help? Um, And I would do just about anything I could within policy. I got you. You know? Yeah. So – Maybe, maybe I can sit down with these guys again. And I've even talked, contemplated. I've got a relationship with the uh, Guilford County Sheriff here, Mm -hmm. BJ. I mean, not BJ. He's the old one, uh, Danny. Shout out to Danny if he he ever gets a chance to listen. Uh, Danny's my buddy. Uh, But I'd like to be able to take this format into the jail, talk to a guy that, you know. When I left, there was a kid who was just turned 18 and got arrested for, um. Discharging a firearm in a in the city and shooting into a um, occupied dwelling, so it was a drive-by. Uh, someone got hit. Uh, him and everyone in the car was arrested. There was three people. They all had upwards of fifty thousand dollar or more bonds. His mom would call me every other week, saying, "Hey, can we do anything?" Because the young man was on a he was on in jail under a that charge, I would say it was a $50,000 bond. Mm-hmm. And then he was in jail on a probation violation. And that one had no bond. They just, psh, nope, you're not getting out until your court date. And then the pandemic happened. Yeah, So all of their court dates were just getting continued and continued and continued. I was like, this young man, whether he did it or not, needs to be out here continuing to work with me and let me – like I'm being paid – to supervise him, and then allegedly went out and did this thing mm-hmm. on my watch. Whether or not he did it, I don't know. They're gonna, supposed to sort that out in court. Right. And I was like, he's not getting anything out of being in jail. Um, you know, I talked to the district attorney's office, tried to reduce his bond, try to at least give him a bond on um, the probation violation so that I could have that conversation with the bondsman
2: mm-hmm.
1: and get him out. And just what happened, he's probably still locked up. That's crazy. And and it's something he hadn't even done. But it wasn't uncommon that a lot of the guys that I was getting, they'd finally get out on probation. I'd say on their paperwork it would say there was suspended sentence or whatever, mm-hmm. and then how much credit did they just get for being in jail? And it was uh, oftentimes well over twelve months of pre trial jail credit. Yeah. You know. And it's twelve months spitting in a Guilford County jail doing
0: nothing. Yep. Yep. Doing nothing. <laughs>
1: and I'm like it's got to be
0: something better. Yeah, criminal justice system, man, it it definitely needs to be worked. One thing I would, and I I would like to have further conversations with you about this. That there, on there is a difference yeah. between you and the guy that's sitting across from you. Yeah. Even though you may have made the same mistakes, there still is. I know it. A difference. Yeah, I know it. Unfortunately.
1: Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And there was a lot of. Um, Uh, there's a word for it, like me being naive, Mm -hmm. Um, certainly seven years ago, Mm -hmm. right? Sitting down with the guy. Um, I always try to be real personable and open. Right. And I understood that there was a, on the surface, difference. Um, But even the kid that I was talking to didn't know why he was in the situation he was in. You know, he's like third, fourth, fifth generation of doing this stuff. And um, he had no clue. And neither did I. <laughs> so we were almost, in a sense, trying to figure it out together. Yeah. And there's so many guys, man. I, I wish I could I could name them out there. Um. But where I would sit down with him, I said, you know, had you just had an opportunity to go work somewhere, um, and I would, I would often use like places like Best Buy or like a Harris Teeter or Lowe's Hardware, mm-hmm. and put him there, with all the drive and the uh, dedication that he's got, uh, he could have owned and ran the place himself and been extremely successful in it. It's just all of that talent and dedication and and desire to, to do better and, and to rise above was in the streets. Yeah. And I'm like, man, just, had you had just a little different of an opportunity. Yeah. But when I would have those conversations with him, I'm like, like literally all he knows is hustling. And and to even consider an alternative, I think that conversation was probably only ever had with me or someone similar. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, I wish he would have had that conversation growing up with somebody. Yeah. Agreed. I don't know. Agreed. Because I know their dads, you know, they call, you are like, son, you need to do better. Don't do what I did. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've been locked up, whatever, for this long. Don't do what I did. Make better choices. You don't want to be locked up. But it just moved one ear out
2: the other.
0: Yeah,
1: and
0: um, it's just sad, man. It's tough, man. I, I really, <laughs> I'm so grateful my mom moved us out of Chicago because yeah. uh, I was, I was seven the first time I got approached by a gang to sell crack. Yeah, seven. That's
1: ages of uh, like our boys now.
0: Seven. Mm. You remember clear, clear as day. Seven years old. Trying so- to make some money. Not even that. <laughs> was, that, man. They um, it was like it was back at the time when you had to get jumped in. It was like all you got to do is beat this guy right here. He was in the in the, um Grand Crossing Park. He was at the uh, on the other side of the field. Mm-hmm. Like then you sell on the you stand on the corner and you sell this. That's all you got to do. Seven. The reason why they recruit me so young, you ain't gonna catch no charges at seven. No, <laughs> no, absolutely not. And so they knew what they were doing. I didn't know what was going on. Luckily, um, at the time. We were going to a church called Salem Baptist Church, and I went to tell my youth pastor about it, and he knew what was going on. Yeah, of course. So he prayed with me, and um, I, I don't know how we dodged some of the stuff we did, man. I really don't. Like, we lived in an area where it was like three rival gangs within a three-block radius. Yeah. And normally, I mean, you just wouldn't... We I mean, we didn't ride around worrying about that kind of stuff. And I think part of it, honestly, is because they like my sister. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> We uh I mean we we didn't we didn't get approached but that was the only time I got approached by joining the game, but we didn't really have to deal with any of those stuff.
1: How how do you think that would have changed if the church wasn't there?
0: Uh I don't know how that would've changed. The church went there, I don't think I still would would have done anything at seven, but again, fifteen when I moved to Greensboro, I was just starting getting ready to start my first job. Um, I don't know, getting, you know, a little bit more mature playing football at school. I don't know what could have happened. A couple of my friends um, in that neighborhood, I mean, they had kids in high school. Um, You know, they are still, you know, smoking right now. Yeah. Uh, and just not really doing anything in life. Yeah. So I don't know. I I really don't know where I could have been. And again, this is South Side Chicago, man. I I remember ducking because cars are coming down the street too slow. I remember a guy getting shot in a green jag in front of my house, and it took the police, not the ambulance, the police three hours to come and get him. Mm. He sat there dead for three hours. Mm. I was in fourth grade that's a nightmare. never forget it, never forget it. My mom's first husband um he was shot and and killed um I think he he was a cook he was going to work and i again I'm third fourth grade at the time. We, I didn't know what was going on, but I later found out that I think he was like a middleman for some gun sales mm. and somebody robbed him, killed him. So, I mean, it's, it's like Chicago was rough, but uh, I don't I don't know how we made it, man. I'm glad my mom moved us down here.
2: Yeah, sure.
0: But you, these are the stories of lots of other black kids yeah. who didn't have a father, was introduced to the streets and um i mean before they knew about a best buy a walmart a target a yeah. chick-fil-a i mean they were they were selling and then i'm making this much money you know selling drugs i'm you know it's being uh polarized or you know pumped up to be this great thing and you tell me i, I can only make x amount at these other places and then be disrespected there Come at on, the same man. time yeah by your management or whoever yeah so i mean this it, it, i know it sounds i mean crazy you know just do the right thing but you you right. you're telling kids who've been shown the wrong thing for however long to do the right thing and it yeah without without a dad there because it's been the same thing one thing that um i, I looked up yesterday was the Amount of arrests for drugs for African Americans, mm-hmm. and then the amount of overdoses mm. for Caucasians, and it was a polarizing difference. Mm. And what, what they were saying was like, you know, African Americans are heavily policed for obtaining, possessing, using drugs, but are a fraction of the overdoses. And again, you can't really uh, overstate or twist the stat on right. overdosing from from drugs so they're not the most people using it but they're the most policed by it. yeah and, and that is that goes to the disparity in the prison systems which i mean affects what so happens at home if, if it's it's a difference when i come home and tell my kids something when my wife tells them something mm-hmm. you know i remember growing yeah. up i used to get C's in conduct and i had my first male teacher mr chapman mm. never had to see again and yeah. nothing, nothing special he done He was just a male figure that's First right. male authority I had in my life Huge Fifth Huge. grade <laughs> Huge And it made it just a tremendous difference From having a male figure present And I think honestly That's probably why I like F3 so much Because You know my I didn't, I didn't Grow up with a dad My uncle was there a little bit uh, For a couple years We lived with him in Chicago When I moved down to Greensboro Stepdad Great guy Man uh, he, he wasn't really uh, I won't say he wasn't high impact. Let me he just had his he was old school. Yeah. And very country. Yeah. <laughs> this is a kid come from the city of Chicago. He he's skinning squirrels and, and yeah. stuff out that way.
1: <laughs> you were like, I don't know, man. No man.
0: man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that ain't that ain't how we roll. But uh-uh. uh good good guy. But again, it was just I always gravitated towards where, you know, somebody was doing something positive. So again, that that's just my story, but I could have easily been Yeah, sure. That kid you're talking to could've, um, you know, in the, in the wrong car at the wrong time. Yeah.
1: Literally. A lot of that happening. Literally. I used to tell my guys, um, unfortunately, you can't get in the car with your buddies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not, not on my watch. No. Nah.
0: Because it not don't matter if you have a gun or not. Everybody in the car is getting arrested. And you, you don't have the luxury of having a good lawyer nope. or, you know, some political ties or Know somebody? To know somebody? Nope. It's over. Sit. It's over. Sit. Yeah. And not do nothing productive.
1: Yep. It's it's terrible. If you if you if you had a um, if you could hit a switch right now and and have it fixed, what are we doing?
0: <sighs> you got to redo the criminal justice system. Period. Yeah. And that's probably the tallest task i can imagine man because it's so much woven into it that mm. will have to be redone i mean you think about it like most people stick to something they're they don't like because they're comfortable with it so mm-hmm. most people stay in bad relationships or bad jobs or uh you know something that they don't like but they're comfortable with and then they're afraid of change mm-hmm. like if i change this then this changes and that changes And it messes up the entire status quo of things. So let's just leave it like it is and hope it gets better. That's it. Hope won't change anything. You know, it's going to take action. So just the the entire criminal justice system needs to be changed. Because you think about it, the whole purpose of it is to restore you to uh, society. Uh, You pay your debt. But I was thinking about this the other day. If, If I'm a convicted felon, I pay my debt, I serve my time. Why do I still come out with a felony if I've served my time? Like I'm, I'm still serving it. Just that simple change. I'm, st- I'm still serving it. So now yep. every job application, I mean, it. I'm, I'm, I haven't served my time because I'm still serving it even mm-hmm. outside of the prison cell. So now, as opposed to being able to go and provide for my family, guess what's sucking me back in? What got me in there in the first place? That's
1: right. And, and that, that, yeah, I, I would work with them guys on a daily. Yeah, especially guys coming out of prison with. Habitual felon time Yeah Sorry man yeah. You got your habitual felon I don't You gonna work I don't know man Fast and, food And e- e- even if they get some sh- Shit job At a Like a Manufacturing steel or something um, It's what A place we would use often Um, The management there Would have such a short Fuse for the person yep. That Be late once yeah. You're done. First time, you, you're right. Don't drop you off because you yeah. you're just get out of jail. You ain't getting no That's car. Right. It's messed up. Yeah. It's all messed up. It And I think you and I had, had maybe mentioned this a couple months ago where, yeah, how nice would it be to go do your three years felony time or whatever for, for this thing, get some uh, training while you're in there, I don't know, training or education, and then when you come out, the felony's gone. Like you've served
0: your your. If I've paid my debt while, while, yeah. Yeah. Now I'm all for it. Yeah, I mean, you think about it. You pay off a house, you get the title. You don't have that note anymore. Nope. I, I go to jail, I, sh- I, I still I come out with that same note. Like I'm not finished. And those those recidivism rates and those
1: uh, offenders that continue to reoffend would certainly those numbers would drop if they were able to go out and be a equal opportunity. Uh, employee,
0: Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. Those would drop. I, I, most guys, man, I, I believe, I mean, if they can go out and get a, a decent paying job, it, it can provide for their family themselves, they'll stay away. Sure. But if if I can't, I mean, what else am I going to do?
1: Because you can't get a guy. I, I would tell guys, too, I'm like, and we would joke, the guys that I had, they would be so good sitting in my seat. Mm-hmm. They would have been so good at it. Just being a PO, holding guys accountable, um, getting them. To take the, the the right turns, whatever they've been so good at it, and and how nice. But for them, that goal was impossible, and that was unfortunate. And yeah. I knew that when I would talk to them. Yeah. And and it would be nice for them to say, yeah, you know, I I worked with my PO. I was on probation for three years or whatever. I really loved what he did. I'm gonna go get my criminal justice degree. I'm gonna apply, get the job. Bam. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Yeah. But that feeling is no way. Nope. It's impossible. Nope. It can't be anything. Firefighter, policeman, <laughs> nothing. Yeah, nothing. Hardly. Nope. And if, even if you if you apply for a place, like in my experience, I have a class three misdemeanor for trespassing. Mm-hmm. I went swimming at a rock quarry in Winston once. and We got a ticket, and then I got a littering ticket uh, for less than fifteen pounds. It was an empty Bojangles bang, uh, bag in the parking lot of a uh, uh, Bed Bath and Beyond. Wow. But my application. To, to try to work for the state got overlooked three times. Wow. It took me uh, a year and a half to get the job.
0: Imagine having a felony.
1: Oh, it would have been impossible. <laughs> I would have never applied. Nope. And then I had to write an essay about why I trespassed. You know, like, this is so stupid. Yeah, so I'm with you. Yeah. Criminal justice system first. Yeah. Um, Equal opportunity employment. Equal opportunity housing. I mean, it's kind of where we're at. Yeah. <laughs> Just, Literally. What are we going to do? We, we got to do something, man. Vote for people That pass good bills Yeah You
0: know I don't know Yeah So uh, that guy I told you About Lynch Hunt He has a uh, I think it's Oh man I want to say Mark Walker I could be wrong He has a uh, It's it's a It's a, a bill That is being introduced This has been introduced uh, Prison to Prosperity That's mm-hmm. one of his books He wrote mm-hmm. But a North Carolina Representative has met With him And they've proposed This bill To help Um uh, put in some legislation that's going to reform the prison system. That's great. So, uh, yeah, he, again, he's a perfect example. Of somebody who's got it right. What happens is you see a Lynch who did 10 years fed time, mm-hmm. came out, you know, started as a fitness trainer, opened his own gym and it's successful. Now you think that should be the norm. Mm-hmm. That's the exception. Yeah. That's the exception. <laughs> that that's, that's an anomaly mm-hmm. that doesn't happen ever. No, <laughs> I mean, so, but um, and he knows how hard it is. You know, it's not many guys like Lynch Hunt walking around that can do ten years and then come out and make something of themselves.
1: Yeah, no, no, there's not a lot. No, I probably never
0: met one. Exactly, and you did it for five years. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, but, yeah. but most people see it and say, "Hey, you know, he pulled himself up. He made it. He, you know, you everybody else should be able to know." And I want to go back to
1: um, you were talking about. Your teacher, yeah, Mister Chapman, yeah, and him, essentially telling you that that your grade was unacceptable, and then you, and then him being uh, the man that he was, and and being that figure for you in that particular time changed, could have been the trajectory of the rest of your life. Could have been. Could man. have been. Could have been. And so, more conversations like that probably need to be having with young men. Yeah, and if you don't think you are making a difference. You, you, probably making a difference
0: yeah what'd you say i, I agree 100 percent, man like uh you know big brother big sister something like that um and then just like you know one thing we i'm trying to do as a site here at, at dudley uh wakanda is mm. to try to you know get with the principals to see what what can we do outside of just working out here yeah that's great you know uh um, of course post-covid like is there is there a need for uh You know, um, I know I've done some proctoring during testing at Dudley before. Mm -hmm. Do you guys need more male proctors? Yeah. Is is there something we could do to be a a physical male presence? And that's all. Yeah. Tell
1: somebody how good of a job they're doing. Exactly. Or or to step it up.
0: And again, that's my teacher. He never said anything to me. It's just the fact I had a male teacher. That's right. I knew it was a different standard. And And that's
1: the point I was trying to drive. Exactly.
0: And again, if a positive African American male that was the only male teacher I ever had, <laughs> yeah. and I had them for fifth and sixth fifth and sixth grade and and again, I never had an issue with conduct ever again right yeah
1: yeah it's 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 you gotta do it, yeah, So for guys who are on the fence about you know not stepping up and saying something when there's an opportunity, do it,
0: yeah, and I think too, man, just find the areas of places where we can volunteer and um again um help and give back to those But if you can catch them before mm-hmm. they're in your office mm-hmm. it's a world of difference yeah a world of difference
1: world of difference yeah i you know
0: it's just it was so sad man i agree i believe. i agree i believe it man and again if that's all you see <laughs> you don't see akron too much but you see Mm-hmm. people that look like Akron four, five, six times a day. Yeah, I didn't like it. Exactly. I didn't like what that was doing. Exactly.
1: You can exactly. ask my M.
0: And then you think about it, you know, how that would just think about being a police officer in that situation and all you see is the same people that look like Akron doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. You start to develop sure. that, hey, let me cross the street. or And it's, it's
1: nothing other than a perspective. Exactly. And it doesn't have anything to do with anything other than what you're seeing. Yeah, exactly um because it wasn't like that before,
0: nope, <laughs> not in my case, yeah, and like you said, it's changing now, so yeah it's not kind of, much.
1: It's out, yeah, I love it um yeah i'm I'm eager to get back to some of these guys. I don't know how I'm gonna do it um i'll I'll continue to talk to guys like you and some others and we'll mm-hmm. and we'll try to put something together.
0: I know there's some um. Now, I don't know about the guys in particular, but there's a. I used to do a jail ministry at my church where we would go like once a month mm-hmm. and um, just share a word of motivation to the guys, and it was it was real interesting. Just going back and seeing the same guys or new guys, and just they'll start to get some trust in you if you, yeah. once you kept going and tell you what's going on. Well, I've got I've got an idea that just popped in my head.
1: I did an uh, internship prior to when I started my career. Um, at the, uh, juvenile detention center here mm-hmm. in, in Guilford County. Mm-hmm. I did six weeks there. And, um, in the six weeks that I was there, they only had, okay. So they were on like t- 23 hour lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, they only got one hour of outside time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's if the weather was nice. Uh, the time that I was there in the six weeks, we went we went outside twice. Wow. So there's no fresh air. <laughs> right. And they're getting fed the same garbage, mm. um, that all the guys in the jail are getting fed. Mm. Um, there was, um, young guys there. Um, well, obviously they were all young. Uh, there was guys there for some serious crimes Mm -hmm. and then guys there who weren't, um, but they were all together as if they were the same. Mm -hmm. Um, but what I was just thinking while you were talking, I was like, how, you know, we ought to get a group of guys, have three guys go up there and put these boys through a workout. Um, you know what I mean? They got a gymnasium. That'd be dope. They've got a feel. (laughs) Right, and the and the guys, you know, they're they're young and they're hungry and they're yeah, athletic and yeah. they're they're full of testosterone with nowhere to go.
0: we don't need weights, so we nope. don't worry about anything. Yeah. So
1: so let's let's put that on the radar, and then maybe we can. I can. I've got the connects. I'm, I'm sure other guys got them too. But I could call and try to coordinate it and put it together. Yeah,
0: that would be nice. And then
1: uh, and get a group to go up there and, yeah. and put them through the work. <laughs> um, but again, it might be just you know who knows if you get to touch a young man on the shoulder and say, Hey, man, you he did a really good job today, and then you leave. But he might be thinking about that that man that came and worked out with me at the when I was in jail. Yeah, and I've changed my life because of
0: it. Yeah, you keep going.
1: And that place is full. That's crazy. Always. Yeah, and it's just right up here off of Market Street by oh, the airport. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So something to, something to look forward to maybe. Yeah. Try to put it together. Yeah. I I know I would love to. Yeah. Participate in that. Absolutely. So, all right, we've talked about fitness. We've talked about fellowship with the men. Where we at with our faith?
0: We're pretty good, man. Uh, um, I've been a member of uh, Evangel, which is the site right. for good news for maybe 15 years now. Nice. So officially, I am a uh, ordained minister. <laughs> Hallelujah. If that means anything.
1: But <laughs> you can marry people. Yeah. No, 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 no. I think maybe. you
0: got to be an elder for that. Oh no, <laughs> that's but, right. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I'm not one to use that needs the mic or anything like that. But I'm. I'm pretty good, man. I was five four maybe even three years ago i wasn't as solid as i am now right um but I, I met a really good spot. i think my m would even say that and you know if she'll sign off on it <laughs> yeah it's, it's something. Legit, so
1: is f3 helped you get there
0: i think i was already there before f3 has helped ground me even more mm-hmm. um again at some of the other places where i worked out there were there were opportunities to just the ego to get the best of you. Yeah. And sometimes when that happens, pride comes in. I just didn't make the right decisions all the time, but well, it's not a ego pride thing with three, you know? So mm-mm. that's helped me just stay mellow Yeah, and stay grounded. So throughout the
1: day. Yeah. All right. That's good, man. Yeah. That's awesome. And then when are you, um, where are you going to church? Evangel fellowship. And
0: what do you do Sundays? Yep. Sunday and Thursday Bible study.
1: Nice. You got small groups,
0: things yeah, like that so there. We, Yeah, we're part of a small group uh, there as well. Uh, I help out with a little bit of the marketing yeah. at the church. Um, we just started a, a men's uh, sports network group. So that's been pretty cool. We did <laughs> like a Super Bowl pre show. We were recording another show this week. Oh man. So we just talk about sports. Similar to this, just yeah. with video and audio. Oh nice. Yeah. I'm I might I'm trying to get a video guy. Okay. To to
1: volunteer their time in, <laughs> and volunteer. Tech. Yeah, volunteer their time and tech to come in and do this for the for, for, for F3. That'd be cool. <laughs> right. That'd be cool, yeah. right? Um so faith is good. Yeah. Faith is good. I like it, man. Yes, sir. Um God, we got everything else. I got Akron, I know where that came from. Yeah. Your first post, know where that's at. Yep. Uh, we talked about F3 Talks yep. and Bridge the Gap. Where can they find that? So Bridging
0: the Gap is on uh, Spotify. It's on Google Play and Apple Music. Again, that's a, a podcast I started with my mentor. He's 60-ish. Yeah. <laughs> but he uh, <laughs> has been there, done that. In, been there, done it. In business, real estate, stock. And it's. we're trying to bridge the gap between what he does or did and knows and what one. I'm doing and knows. You son uh, of a gun. Yeah, I had
1: had. I was gonna name. I was going. Uh, my idea was to sit down. I wanted to have a podcast with young men that I used to supervise. Yeah, right. And we I call them by their alias, mm-hmm. and we'd we'd have a full disclosure. No, I'm not calling the DA's office on you. Yeah, and it was gonna be something similar to that that bridged the gap because that's kind of what I was trying to do. And you, you can tell me now if you think it would be a good idea. All right. I wanted them to be able to come in, sit down, and like just share their story with me. Period. And then let it. Let it go out, and the listeners kind of take what they want from it.
0: I think it would be a I good th- idea just to kind of expose people to what's really going on.
1: Yeah, because I could ask a young man, I, like I did several times, like, what are we doing? You know, why are we doing this? Yeah. And he might be like, listen, I'm not going to go put up with this over here working at a at a subway. Um, and God forbid I'm late. Yeah, And the guy don't, don't care that I don't have a driver's license, doesn't care that I don't have a permanent place to live. Yeah, And that's why I go and I, I make this amount of money off of selling crack.
0: Yeah, and I think just knowing, like, some of the things that, uh, some of the circumstances and factors that led them to that.
1: Yeah, my dad's locked up. Granddad was locked up. Um, mom dates. She's had six different boyfriends since the time I grew up. She's been beaten by all of them, you know. I had to feed my sister. These are the types of conversations I would have to. Have I believe you one hundred percent, man. And it would be heartbreaking.
0: And you hear it over and, and over, over and over and over.
1: And I would sometimes I would just say, "Please let me know what it is that I can do." Right. Um, I would take my work home. My work uh, phone mm-hmm. home with me. I would I would take their calls twenty four seven. Wow. Their text. I was I was different. Yeah. You know, like we had an office with thirty of us, and you could ask any of them. You know, like you do too much is what I would get gotcha. <laughs> from them. So, um, but there's just so many of them I wish I could have. There was a young lady who I've, I've seen her really turn around. Um, that just, I don't know, her story, man. It was incredible. So maybe I'll still do it. And I had to come up with a different name. Yeah, I think it's um, <laughs> worth doing
0: if, if you can get people willing to come out. Just to expose those who... Yeah. don't understand like what what cuz you hear the stories you know the circumstances mm-hmm. and the factors that lead to some of the decisions they make and just
1: and it's okay I I want them to know that it's okay yeah. the the decisions that they've made and and the ones that they're continuing to make like I don't want them to feel like I'm judging them for anything. Absolutely. or got the feds on the phone. Gotcha.
2: <laughs> so that's yeah. going to be a hard one. Yeah.
1: I've um I've had a couple of jobs where I've uh, been installing security systems out uh in high points where yeah. I worked. And uh, I've I've run into a, two of the guys that I used to supervise, and they ride by, and they're looking <laughs> at me. And I've got all this tool stuff on, and I'm like, I, I run out into the, to the street, and I say hello to them. And they don't, they're they, 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 they suspicious about what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm like, I'm with ADT now. And they're like, oh, yeah? <laughs> I'm sure they probably think I'm the feds and the yeah. cameras up. Yeah. But um, I think if I can smooth that over with them, I'll, <laughs> I'll sit down with them and you know, have those conversations. I like that idea. So it's just going to be real, uh bare bones like no bs yeah you know see what happens and then i i don't think it would get them in any trouble so we'll see bridge the gap podcast is where they can find you with your i
0: just sent you the link nice yeah i was trying to look it up spotify got it i got the google podcast link well tell everybody where they can find you akron oh okay so yeah i'm on uh, uh twitter Uh, Let me make sure I get my handle right, because I mix the handle and the name up sometimes. (laughs) So I'm at Akron F3, A-K-R-O-N-F-3. I sometimes get tweets from the Ohio people with the city Akron. Oh, no. (laughs) Because it's F3 Akron, but Mm. I'm Akron F3. So sometimes they put me on some tweets. Oh, that's funny. So I have a favorite GIF I go to. It's the Carmelo Anthony, who me? (laughs) <laughs> uh, <laughs> when they were talking about him coming off the bench in uh, OKC. Okay, I use that gif anytime they tag me.
1: In. And then they go there and then correct it. They, oh, I'm sorry. Sorry about that, man. And that's awesome. So
0: one day, uh, if I'm ever close to the area, I'm going to cue a, a workout in Akron just to do it. It'd, yeah, it'd you should. Funny. That'd
1: be worth a, uh, a clown card trip up, <laughs> up the road.
0: Yeah, that'd be that'd be hilarious. I think we should do it. Yeah,
1: That'd be fun, man. So there, uh, you want to put out an email or a telephone number? Yeah, is
0: email is uh, CountCO dot glenn my my uh, government name uh c-o-u-n-c-i-a-l dot glenn g-l-e-n-n at gmail.com um if you want to call me for whatever reason i don't have a problem with that it's three three six nine six five two eight six four you'll be better off sending a text because i go. don't answer too many unknown numbers <laughs> there you
1: go and and something i kind of wanted to add to this um are there any employment opportunities for where you're at for guys who might be looking um i'm always looking
0: for help in real estate um mm-hmm. so like a couple guys i have that like they drive around and find properties for me mm-hmm. so if you see a property like uh boarded up or got a sign in the window like a condemned sign or mm-hmm. blue tarp on the roof just telltale signs of some distress. Mm-hmm. I have a, um, an app I use is driving for dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, the date that I can link them to and they take a picture, send me the address. If I ever do anything with it, buy, purchase it. I pay them Oh, nice. like a, a finder's fee for that. Right. That's again, good. it's, I like to find like guys doing DoorDash or something that's already driving around. Yeah. And, you know, just, Hey man, if if you add 20, 30 houses a week, there's a good chance I'm gonna get one of them. So, yeah. uh, so yeah. Um, Always open to that, and then so I've, I've had some people hit me up about just doing what we call acquisitions manager. Mm-hmm. So, we you know, we do a lot when it comes to like pulling lists. So, I, I recently pulled a list of like 10,000 homeowners in Gifford County that met a certain criteria, skip trace that list, and have mm-hmm. some cold calls calling it. Um, we normally we will get like six seven leads a day, and right. so acquisitions manager would call those leads, set appointments. Take a look at the house, assess the property, nice. make an offer. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. So you could use some, a guy who, who might be interested in doing something like that. Yeah. I could definitely always use a guy that is driving around finding houses. Even if you text me your address, I, yeah. can, I can go from there.
1: And we've got probably plenty of realtors. Um an example might be someone like Crawl Space who's home inspector, yep, yep. going out and and seeing properties, yeah, and just to let you know that those are there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. If it's right. if something in distress and the owner, I mean, like normally I'm trying to find stuff that homeowner just can't afford to fix it. Mm-hmm. It's not MLS material. Yeah, um, right. you know, it needs you know thirty forty thousand dollars worth of work before it can be put on MLS. Are you running yeah. into any? The, it, it,
1: oftentimes, I know in High Point where I work, the city would. Do that. Mm-hmm. They would go in and scoop up that property, uh, for for pennies on the dollar.
0: Yeah, I try to get it before the city gets to it. Yeah, right. That's why because normally thinking. they have several co-violent. It takes a lot for the city to take your house. Yeah, it's gotten pretty bad if the city takes it. Okay. Yeah. So you're trying to get it before then. And, and normally, if you if the city's taking it, it's in terrible shape. Yeah, because somebody's letting it go. Yeah. And and no other investor investor has tried to get it. Okay. So, it's, it's, it's probably in bad shape.
1: Got it. And where can the guys find you to post? I mean, we already mentioned that earlier.
0: Yeah. Saturday mornings. Saturday mornings, Wakanda, always. Thursdays, I'm pretty consistent at Hobble Gobble. Uh, Monday, it, it it just depends. I may be at Quake Quater. I may be at um, Latham Grinder. Uh, Tuesdays, it's either Rise or Shake Weights. Um, Thursdays, it's the consistent. Wednesday, I'm all over the place. Natty Thump, Local Honey, Fridays, I like to go to um, the funk and good news. I have Mm -hmm. been to Fringe several times. I've queued there. Probably one of my best queues Mm -hmm. at the Fringe. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, yeah, I I like to go a lot of places. Okay, so you run around a bunch. Yeah. All right, but we can definitely find you Saturday mornings. Saturdays at Wakanda. If you haven't been, do yourself a favor. Got to. Come check us out, man. We have our uh, two-year anniversary of Wakanda uh, coming up on the first Saturday in March. First Saturday in March, the sixth, two year anniversary, two year, seven o'clock, seven a.m. It's perfect. Myself he, and Square co queuing it. He's he was the first site queue there. Yeah, so I'm the second. So we're going to co-cue it. Uh, we we may That's have awesome. we may have a coffee truck out there. You, you should probably go ahead and see that thing. It yeah. might change. No, we already hard committing on a coffee truck. Okay, we will have a coffee truck out mm-hmm. there uh, serving you know coffee pastries, and they have some some good donuts last time. Too, oh, that's
1: man. awesome! Yeah, man. Have you are you doing a convergence on that? Is it everybody? Right? Is everybody supposed to be going? I'm not sure.
0: I will. I will welcome everybody. Definitely.
1: I think in because um, the queue schedule had some. Several were saying converge.
0: Okay. I think let's do it. And I think um, who do we need to get with to make that official? Official. Uh, Tommy Boy.
1: All right. <laughs> let's go ahead and text
2: him TV right now.
1: And. uh. And and kind of Akron, one of the things I wanted to do, well, not for you, so much for the listeners, um, is that I want this to be a, um, I want you guys to continue the conversation with Akron, um, leaving the podcast. Um, So he's always been, seems like an open book to me. Uh, You can sit down, you can ask him whatever you want to ask him. Absolutely. Um, Have that conversation, continue the conversation that him and I are having here, uh, personally on your own, outside of this uh, American Yammer. Um, and that's kind of my goal for any of the guests going forward, um, stick shift and short circuit, um, uh, reach out to them. Um, they each have qualities and things that they can share with everybody. Yeah. And, uh, so that's what we want to do. Absolutely. Um, if you had to recommend somebody to come on and sit down with me and just yammer on about this, that,
0: and the other, yeah, who's it going to be? That's tough, man. Um, I'm probably going Wojo. Um, I like Wojo. Yeah, I like Wojo a lot. I think Wojo would be a good person. Nomex. Yeah? Nomex would be good. So between Wojo and Nomex. Yeah, I'm going to leave it at those two.
1: Will they travel this far north?
0: Wojo uh, Wojo will. Nomex is not far from you at all. Okay, great. Not at all. So right up the road here. Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to reach out to both of them. matter of fact, Nomex is closer than I am, and I was 12 minutes away. Oh, perfect, man. We're all so close. Yeah.
1: When it, when you think about cute yep, like sites, yep. and stuff, it's like nobody's further than fifteen minutes. Exactly. Really. Exactly. All right. So, Wojo, Nomex, you're on the radar. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to have him out. Perfect. Um, let's get to the uh, the Twitter questions. Okay. Okay. And, and we'll finish off here. All right. Uh, Nomex did ask a few. All right. Uh, and we'll do like short answer on these. Okay. Uh, what would it take
0: uh, for you to call LeBron the goat? <sighs> I'm trying to do short answer.
1: <laughs> what would it take?
0: I think it's impossible. He's he has a losing record in the finals in Jordan six and zero.
1: Best. Uh, what's the best lesson that you would learn from the army that um, you use
0: today? You again from Nomex. Yeah. So if if everybody's doing it, so one one of the things I learned from the army is, is I kind of can dress right, dress. So we had to have our lockers a certain way, but. If everybody's, like if, you know, it was if it was your boots and then your running shoes was the standard, but mm. you switched and had running shoes and boots, as long as everybody did it that way, it was fine. So just being a unit yeah. is one of the biggest lessons I learned. If we all move the same way in the mm. same direction, if we were working as a team, mm-hmm. we can really change whatever we wanted as long as we were all the same. And everybody uh, agreed to do it that way. Exactly. And we'd be fine. Yep. All no, right. Even if it was against the, the grain. Yeah. If we all did it, we would, we would trump the grain. You could put one shoe on the floor? It, literally. Yeah. As long as everybody did it. That's great. Yeah. And they know something doing that, don't yeah. they? <laughs> right. I
1: like it. All right. That was from Nomex. From uh, Paula Dean. Okay. Would you rather fight one horse excuse me. Would you rather fight one horse sized duck or one hundred duck sized horses? <laughs> From the PD. <laughs> oh man. Would you rather fight one horse sized duck or one hundred duck sized horses? I'm gonna take one horse sized duck.
0: One horse sized duck. Yeah. Really? One and done, get it over with, man. That's 100, a hundred, that's, that's a lot of kicking, bro. That's a lot of kicking. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to be able to kick all a hundred. They all come at one time. Imagine one duck, though, the size of a horse. Yeah, he ain't going to be too fast on the feet, though, couple man. couple licks to the chin. If I can get him one good time, knock him off his feet. All right. yeah.
1: One horse. Yeah. That's duck size. I mean, one, one duck, one that's, duck horse that's horse size. size. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. That was from Paula Deen. Yeah. Earhart, biggest lesson learned
0: during COVID? Um, family is important, man. Family first. At the end of the day, you know that's what you're gonna have. You yeah. know, COVID took everything but family. So um, just make sure that's a priority.
1: That's great, man. Do you rewatch
0: the video of yourself winning the sprint? Oh that man, aired on the news, I, I I do it all the time, man. <laughs> um, one of the things that's so funny about that race is I literally look back at him yeah right just to see how close he was and if I if how I close could, was he he, he was I, I, I gotta get stick shift his credit alright I thought I was going literally like blow him out the water no, he took off but uh he had a little speed to him not enough uh but <laughs> I, I was still able to look back and I just wanted to see if I can ease up on him if I needed to keep going and All I right. did need to keep going so right. I give him credit but he, I knew he wasn't fat I knew he wasn't gonna beat me alright
1: then the, the next chance that we get yeah I'll I'll race you. Okay. We'll see how it goes. All right. I'm just going to make sure I'm stretching more.
2: (laughs) That was a good morning. Yeah, that was a good morning. That was a great morning. Stick
1: Shift had um, everything in his favor, man. When I met Stick Shift a little over a year ago, he wasn't running. Okay. So that was... uh, that was showing a lot, yeah. About where he where he was and where he's
0: at. I like how competitive he is. That, that absolutely got, That got me going. We were talking trash the whole time, waiting until we actually uh, raced. So and we didn't know we were racing, right? No, no, no. Like I nobody knew not until the end. And then, of course, we went dead last. So. Yeah, it was perfect. <laughs> yeah, it was. And if anybody wants to check that out, they can go. I think it's WFMY. Yeah, WFMY. I'll, I'll we'll tweet. I'll tweet it out again just to still, just uh, show to, that race. That's right.
1: Yeah. And then. um Let's see. When um favorite movie of all time. Brave ear, heart. Ear heart. Braveheart. 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 Favorite movie of all time. William Wallace. Same. <laughs> Same. I know. I, I tried to put it on for the boys the other day. My wife oh, was like, man. don't
0: Oh no, no, no. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not I was like, come on, please. Yeah. I think I was about ten the first time I saw it, maybe. When it was new, right? Yeah. Yeah. I remember my uncle was sitting us there watching.
1: I forget how end the how the how brutal the end of it is. Yeah. And everything leading up to that, I think we could get through. Yeah. But the end of it was, I'm going to get him on it. I love that movie. Have your boys watched Rocky movies yet? Yeah, they have. Absolutely. Yeah. Might have too. Yeah. And mine's now, my uh, my oldest is a huge Rocky fan. And he won't watch any fights on TV unless it's Penny Macchio. <laughs> So <laughs> That's hilarious. I, and I told him if he wants to fight, he needs to study, uh, uh, not Manny, but. Um, um, Mayweather? Yeah. Yeah. That's who he needs to study. Absolutely, won't get, won't get hit. Won't get hit. You can fight all day, yeah. every day if you fight like him. Yep. You're not gonna take any of that damage. Yep. So I'm, I'm trying to turn him on. Yeah. All right. The last question we had from Stick Shift is, uh, can I get a rematch? Absolutely.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> hey, but this time we gotta put a little something on the line. Oh, you know he's a betting man. I know. That's you easy know. money, baby. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna. He'll do it. Easy money.
1: He'll do it. So <laughs> you got some time to train.
0: Hopefully, man, it's not enough training. that's gonna get him faster. get your sprints up, <laughs> no, sticky. There's nothing he can do outside of a head start. Uh, it's, it's nothing you can do is nothing head start. he can do outside of a head start. I love it. Unless I, I pull up with a cramp,
1: <laughs> which you might. I doubt it. You got to do it on the day that he's. Sometimes,
0: queuing. sometimes you just gotta count your losses, stick shift. <laughs> the spread isn't there
1: spread isn't there. It's not
0: there, Sticky. Don't do it. But if you insist, you, you, you name the time and place in the line. That's right. As long as we had the same start and the same finish. Get it. I, I'm winning 10 out of 10. Oh, <laughs>
1: that's, that's good. 10 out of
0: 10. stick if you asked him for it. Yeah, he got it. He, he can get that. The flat football game, Red Dragon, let's get it going. I'm ready. That's right. Uh, we'll make it happen. All right, I'm looking forward to it. I am really serious. I I, I love playing football. Uh,
1: I'll play right there with you guys. Yeah, I'm, I, don't, I won't be any good, but I'll play. <laughs> All right. Um. So this this portion um will end with the circle of trust. Man, if, okay. If, if you've got something on your chest, um, something you want to get off your chest, something you want to share, you want to encourage, any of those. Man,
0: uh, I don't know. So let me see. Man, I would encourage like. Um, one of the reasons I did this podcast was, um, just to me, me and you, we've had some conversation about just to get to know you better. Um, you know, talk to you, chop it up, but I would encourage guys to, to reach out to PAX members that, you know, they don't know that well, um, and want to get to know, um, and just, you know, talk to them, especially someone is, you know, different from you. You do not necessarily have to be different race, just different background, but it'd be awesome if they could be different from, you because you, I think we, we have more common ground than we than we realize. And then it helped us understand our differences a lot better. Um you know, I didn't know if every talks would come up during this conversation. I'm glad it did. Um it just, you know, kind of exposed you to it and maybe it's something you want to do, maybe not. I don't know. But I enjoyed having these kind of conversations. Um and I, I um challenged the packs too as well. And again it was you know, nothing confrontational awkward or whatever i don't know nothing weird about it um just a natural conversation um i would encourage the packs to keep posting um uh, try to make some coffee tears i do want to share and i've shared it with some of the packs that my mom four weeks ago was diagnosed with cancer
2: mm-hmm.
0: so she has a biopsy probably the day after this airs next tuesday mm-hmm. um uh, she got about three spots so uh, if you guys keep that in prayer, she's fifty seven, Deanna Adams. She is here in Greensboro. Um, so she's been um she's been a trooper, man. Um, you know, cut from that cloth. So she has a little grit about her, um, resilience and um just trying to see what the treatment options are and you know, things like that that we'll get after the biopsy. So if you guys can keep that in prayer, that would be much appreciated. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Absolutely, man. Well let's send this thing on a um I'm gonna let you take us out,
0: okay, with your ordained minister. Oh, ordained minister! Right. Let me pull my best city slicker impersonation. Tighten up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just take us out. So, uh, Father, thank you for this day, man. Thank you for my brother Hall Pass. Um, uh, Just thank you for this opportunity to um, talk and fellowship, Father. I pray that you would, um, you know, bless the the Yammer podcast and allow it to reach heights that Hall Pass never thought it would. I pray that you would bless him and his family, the four kids. him and his new career path uh, with the home security, um, just protection on him. Um, I pray that even those kids that he still has a heart for, that you will put a a place, a path, a program in place where he can still reach those young men and women. I pray that you will help us as F3 continue to grow, uh, continue to build meaningful relationships, um, and uh, help us all to keep you first. Uh, I pray that um, you know we will stay injury free. Uh, help us manage to navigate COVID well and um, anything that the PAX members are dealing with, spoken and unspoken Lord, just help them get through it. Help us be better than men, better husbands, better fathers, better brothers. In Christ's name, amen. amen.
2: Well,
1: well done, ordained minister Yes, sir, yes, sir. Hope I lived up to it. You got it, buddy. Where these
0: be at when they say they doing all this and all that? <laughs> Tired
1: of you All right, PAX, that uh, wraps up uh, my conversation with Akron. Uh, please feel free to reach out to Akron at those, uh, contacts that he was able to provide to us, uh, to continue this conversation and, uh, continue to move it forward. Um, I appreciate the time, uh, that it took for you all to sit down and and listen. I know it was a lengthy one. Um. If you're like me, you break these things up into like a week or even sometimes two weeks uh, to get a full episode in, but uh, hopefully it was worth your time. Uh, and, and make sure that you guys are sharing this stuff on Twitter, uh, putting it out to your other social media um, avenues. It helps uh, the American Yammer to catch some, some traction. And that about wraps it up. Make sure you like and subscribe. And uh, stay tuned for the next episode of the American Yammer podcast.